MMR's Preston C podcast is brought to you by Acme. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program. Acme Markets. Fresh food, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. All right, it's Friday the 13th, so yeah, we know that. But good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Investigators in Montgomery County searched a landfill in connection with the disappearance of missing mother Jennifer Brown. Sources say investigators were searching for clues at the Pioneer Crossing landfill in Birdsboro on Thursday. 43-year-old Jennifer Brown of Royersford was last seen by a friend and business associate around 2 p.m. on January 3rd. Authorities say Brown went missing uh, after she never uh, was reported missing after she never arrived to pick up her son from the bus stop on January 4th. Officers did find her car parked outside of her home on uh, Stratford Court. Her keys, wallet, purse, and work cell phone were found inside. Brown's personal cell phone is still missing, and police say it hasn't been communicating since the morning she vanished. The last person to communicate with her on Tuesday was her business associate, Blair Watts. The two were planning on opening a restaurant together. Watts said he didn't think anything was out of the ordinary the day Brown disappeared. In an update issued Tuesday, exactly one week after her disappearance, Kevin Steele uh, said his office cannot provide any specific details without jeopardizing the investigation. There have been no credible sightings of Jennifer to date, Steele said. A reward for information in the case now stands at $15,000. Anyone with information is urged to contact Limerick Township Police Department. Lisa Marie Presley, the only child of Elvis Presley and a singer-songwriter dedicated her uh, to her father's legacy, died Thursday after being hospitalized for a medical emergency. She was 54 years old. <clears throat> her death in a Los Angeles hospital was confirmed by her mother, Priscilla, a few hours after her daughter was rushed to the hospital after having a medical emergency at home. It's with a heavy heart that I must share the devastating news that my beautiful daughter, Lisa Marie, has left us. Priscilla Presley said in a statement, she was the most passionate, strong, and loving woman I have ever known. Presley was the only child of Elvis and Priscilla Presley. Yeah, we're going to, uh, we'll expand on that in the, the entertainment report, but just, I mean, blindsided. Out of the blue. 54 years old. Yeah. And no illness to report or anything like that. It was just, so, and, and the Golden Globes the other night, she was there. Yeah. So thinking from, yes. And yeah. in fact, I told you earlier this morning, Preston, I remember thinking in my mind that she did not look good. Yeah. Uh, she looked uh, a little out of it. Uh, but Oh, at the awards? At the awards. So oh. the, both they were both there. She actually started crying. When uh, uh, the uh, Elvis movie, uh, when uh, Butler um, won the won the, won the, the uh, award love, for yeah, and because yeah. he said directly to her, he loved mm. her from the yeah. stage. So we'll get we'll get in wow. a little bit more of that in a little bit. And it was cardiac arrest, right? Yeah, she yeah. had a heart attack. Yeah, terrible. Uh, Fifty four. El- yeah, Elvis died in August of nineteen seventy seven when he was just forty two years old, and Lisa Marie was nine years old. Lisa Marie was staying at Graceland at the time and would recall her kissing uh, him, kissing her goodnight hours before he would collapse and never recover. Presley leaves behind four children. Children, two of her children are in their 30s. Her younger children, twin girls, are just 15 years old. Think of Priscilla Presley. She lost her grandson. She lo- uh, she lost her daughter, uh, her husband, you know, or ex-husband, obviously. A tumultuous life. Yeah. New data out Thursday shows energy bills have gone up 16% over the last year nationwide, even higher in the Philadelphia area. In some cases, consumers are complaining their bills have doubled. My mom actually called me last week, and she goes, did you get your electric bill? I said, yeah. <laughs> and mine was a little higher than normal, and she goes, right. mine is doubled. What is she doing over there? Well, She's got those meth lab lights on all night long. <laughs> well, no, it's this. I mean, she, yeah, yeah. and I, I said, you need to call. I go, because something's wrong, but now this story's out. This is why now the steam-powered Sibian exactly. is going to be yeah. a All night better long. option.
Yes. Yes. So Action News asked Pico to look into some consumers' bills and asked what's causing the increase. Uh, the electricity price to compare for Pico con- uh, customers increased by 15% from September. So the late, uh, the December rate that went into effect is about 8 to $10 more per month on average for the average customer, said Greg Smore of Pico. Plus in December, as it gets colder, people uh, are home more and they're hosting for the holidays, causing demand to rise. And the cost of natural gas increased due to supply and demand as well as geopolitical issues. Natural gas prices are also impacting the price of electricity because it's the primary fuel source for electricity generation in our region, Smore said. In our metro area, household energy costs actually went down 3.3% over the last month, the largest one-month decrease uh, in the area since January of 2019, but over the last year, costs went up 19.6%. Are you the kind of person who walks around and shuts off lights in the house? Oh, yeah, my lights are always off. (laughs) That's the thing. So are my parents. My dad, I guess where I get it from, I get it from my dad. Right. Right, right. Um, so, yeah, when they got that, they were a little shocked. That what's old Janice Joplin frugalness. <laughs> yeah. What's the average temperature in your house most of the time? This time uh, of year? Me is 68. Yeah, all right. Overnight, for me, it's like 64, and then during the day, it's 68. Wow. I, like, my, I, like, I like it chilly at night. You know what, though? My, my house gets so hot. Like, I have so many windows that I think that that's what my heat is set at, but the house is actually warmer than that. All right. Yeah, I mean, I keep it about 68. And then, and then you know, um, we have that we have the old style radiators, and they pump out heat. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We're seventy two all year. Yeah, oh, yep. It's, hot. <laughs> it's so hot. It's hot. Yeah, I'll press it. I'll have the AC on in my room on seventy, and and uh, Clara walking out. This is so cold. Seventy. Seventy two. Like that is steaming hot. Yeah, that's yeah, hot. yeah. I couldn't. Sweat. I mean, in the summer. Yes. When, when the living is easy. What are you talking about? Oh my God! Yeah, what am I? What am yeah. I? What am I? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? Yeah. crazy with your seventy-two. Okay, you crazy? <laughs> I just thought seventy-two is like the perfect that's, temperature. That's a fine temperature. That's a yeah, spring no, sixty-eight. Mm. We're all at sixty. All of us are at sixty-eight except for Preston. Sometimes yeah. sixty-seven. Marissa, what's yours? Like sixty-four. <laughs> Marissa, sixty-nine. Oh, <laughs> yeah, bro. You know what that's yeah, about, girlfriend. Yeah. Talk about that steam-powered Sibian. Pico says its supply rates are among... Uh, or we already said that. Yay. Okay. Uh, so, just a flashback. Yeah, just a flashback. Um, so what they're saying is you can shop around for other suppliers. We've talked about this My before. mama told me. <laughs> so uh, someone at uh, NRG representative said that they are not obligated to go with their local utility company. They should shop around for electricity supply just like you shop around for any other product. Utility companies cannot offer you really long-term fixed plans. Companies like NRG uh, can. So so you know what your price is going to be for 12 months, sometimes even 24 months, said Dave Trader of NRG. I'd love to go solar, but my HOA is like, uh, you're not oh, allowed no to have solar. Yeah. I uh, have started that process. So yeah. it'll be something that happens this year. And um, the solar company that I'm talking to, uh, I need a new roof, and they, they work that into the budget. So I get a new roof out of it and solar panels. Nice. Yeah. Uh, but you do need to be careful. Look for the lowest fixed price when shopping around, they say. Uh, 6ABC says that they've asked Pico why some of the bills are doubling, and they will report the answer when they get one. Mm-hmm. In sports this morning. The Sixers lost to the Oklahoma City Thunder 133-114 to last night in South Philly. What the f-
Shea Gilgis Alexander scored 37 points and Josh Giddy added 20 to lead the Thunder to the win. Joel Embiid had 30 points and 10 rebounds and James Harden had 24 points and 15 assists in the loss. The f*** is that? The Sixers are on the road tomorrow night with a game in Utah against the Jazz. Tip-off is at 9 o'clock. The Flyers, who have won six of their last seven games, play the Capitals again tomorrow in Washington. The puck will drop at 7 o'clock. And finally, Hassan Reddick has been named the NFC Defensive Player of the Month for December. He led the NFL with eight sacks and was second in the NFL this year with 16 sacks. Only Reggie White, Clyde Simmons, and Jason Bavin had more in a season in Eagles history. The Birds have a bye week this weekend during the wild card round and will play the lowest remaining seed next weekend at the link. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thanks, Kat. Friday has arrived. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, Casey's headphones aren't working, which is, uh, oh, you, you need those in radio, big yeah. time. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, question, since we'll just uh, figure this out on the air, have you tried other headphones? Yeah, I, in fact, I took my headphones and put them in your jack. And, the, and, and they work so fine? it's not the headphones, it's the jack. It's, it's the... So there were a couple about en- Jack. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, there were a couple engineers in here apparently tinkering around with stuff. and, and We love that. I, I do love them, but they often <laughs> leave things not the way they were before. Well, so. maybe we can run a, a guest uh, extension over to the guest mic output. I think we'll yeah, can do that. Yeah, the, the yeah one of the guest headphones. headphones. Yeah, yeah, we'll see if we can do that. We need a really long cord. Really it's going to come. Cord. It's going to be like wrapped around my neck on the yeah, way over to Casey. So it'll be, be very comfortable. Well, anyhow, we all have our little struggles. Our, our, our crosses to bear. Yeah, we'll our bears uh, to cross. We'll make it through, or our bears to cross. <laughs> <laughs> we welcome you to Friday morning, the end of the week. We're giving away our word of the week prize. We got some cash, so we'll do that today. And uh, we're just going to hang out and have a good time. I do have some connoisseur stuff ready for you today. Yes, it's, it's an appropriate day, I think, Friday, because that's people tend to eat on the weekend. They do. And, you know, it's very relatable, eating. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, that oh, people yeah. relate to eating. People eat, and they'll relate to that. So uh, we'll get to that a little bit later on. And uh, I have the, the entertainment stories and stupid questions and stuff to give away. So we'll take a break. We'll come back. And we'll get into it all in just a moment. Yeah. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So, the prize for Stupid Question this morning, family four-pack tickets for the 2023 Philadelphia Auto Show. And the question I have for you is, in total, how many syllables are there in a haiku? Uh, All right. 215-263-WMMR. Call if you know the answer. In total, how many syllables are there in a haiku? All right, 215-263-WMMR. Got a bunch of birthdays to mention today. It being the 13th day of January, uh, we'll start with uh, McDreamy, Patrick Dempsey. Uh, he turns uh, 57 years old today. Got a new movie coming out, a rom-com. He's okay. a good rom-com kind of guy. He's a really good rom-com kind of guy. Yeah. I, I'm a sucker for, and and me and my, my hard party and friends back in the day when this movie was actually in the theaters, we loved Can't Buy Me Love. I don't know why. Yeah. But I loved that movie. And uh, what was it? Loverboy? Loverboy, thank you. Yes. yes. The pizza delivery oh, yeah, guy. That was Terry great. Fisher. Yeah. Remember that? that, 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 that. She had a whole yeah. line of uh, 
He had a whole line of MILFs he was dropping uh, pizzas off to. I That's loved right. that movie. Yeah. That was like one of my favorites. Loverboy? Yeah. 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 Extra Wait, anchovies. Is, it, is this him now? I didn't realize he was fully gray. He's yes. gone gray, yeah. Uh, and by the way, remember in the movie Loverboy, the most ridiculous part of that is the girlfriend finds out that he's essentially being a jigo. Yeah. yeah. And it, it it makes total sense to her. <laughs> yes, of course. And, and he's never going to do it again. And, and it was Try that happy, with your wife. It was a happy ending. Yes. Yeah. We'll see how that turns out. He's 57 today. Uh, the great Julia Louis-Dreyfus has her birthday. I don't know why, for whatever reason. Uh, sometimes just links pop up here and there, mm. and I don't remember what I was watching, but it led to... The Elaine dance Dance. scene, and I I stopped and I watched it. And and my my favorite part, though, of that is uh, is when George is recounting the story to Jerry, and Jerry goes, "Oh no!" (laughs) No. He's like, "You've seen this before?" (laughs) He's like, "Did she do the thumbs and the kick thing?" (laughs) It's it's the best. I will tell you what I consistently do because I love it so much. uh, Are her outtakes from Seinfeld because when she loses it. Yeah. She has such an infectious laugh. <laughs> yeah. It's just great. She's... But you know what we can do now? What? Yeah. Oh, yeah, in yeah, the Marvel yeah. Universe, yeah. yeah. So she was in uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yep. And Black uh, Widow, too. And, and Black Widow. So that's going to continue yeah. on in this next phase, right? going to be in Thunderbolts. So okay. yeah. I just don't... Is she a bad guy? Or <laughs> well, it's, a, it's a sort of like a different architect between, uh, behind these antiheroes. So, yeah. like, uh, the, John Walker's Captain America and... Uh, Black Widow's uh, sister. Uh, they're all going to be um, uh, David Harbour's characters coming back from Black Widow. You, you know, there's a correlation to the character Amanda Waller in the DC universe, where okay. there's an evil side, but there's also yeah. stuff done side. Yeah. In, in the X Men, there's uh, the White Queen as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so you don't know which way they're going to play right. the game. Yeah, they're it's there to situational. Like, they're, yeah. they're, they're they're sort of to replace the Avengers, and then uh, Harrison Ford is going to be um, uh, Ross. Thunderbolt? Yeah. Perot. Yeah. Perot. Yeah. Ross Perot. <laughs> oh. yeah. yeah. That's what I was saying. That's what oh, I like these aliens. That guy turns green. <laughs> so it's a different take. <laughs> He's going to be Ross Perot. He's touching and cinching up my nutsack. <laughs> Okay. Thunderbolt Ross, his last name. Is there, yeah, yeah, there you go. That's what I mean. Uh, it's it's almost uh, <laughs> close enough. That's close enough. Uh, so Lou, Julia Louis Dreyfus is sixty two today. Uh, Richard Mole, uh, who played uh, Bull Shannon Bull on Shannon. Uh, Night Court, yep, he turns eighty. Wow, big one for him. Today. The reboot uh, should be premiering anytime soon now because they're they're running commercials for it. Oh yeah, the new yeah uh, the new yeah. one yes. Uh, Orlando Bloom has his birthday today. Really broke out in the Lord of the Rings movies, Legolas. God, he was so good in those movies. I agree. He, in fact, he has one of the... Um, he it, When you see him get emotional, it makes you cry. Uh, you know, in, in that in the first film, you know, when he yeah. uh, he, he reacts because he, he tears up like on a dime. Yeah, he's 46 today. Uh, Penelope Ann Miller, always loved her. Uh, movies like uh, The Freshman and uh, Kindergarten Cop, Carlito's Way, Awakenings. Uh, she's 59 Big today. Top What's that? Big Top Pee-wee. She was in Big Top Pee-wee? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, the second movie, yes. Uh, William B. Davis, who played the smoking man on the X-Files, who was kind of a fan favorite, yeah. sh- uh, popped up every now and then. And uh, he, he really wasn't a smoker. They had him smoking these no sort way. of um, uh, fake uh, cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. He's 85 today. I mean, that was his thing. He's That's the crazy. smoking man. Uh, Trevor Rabin, oh. film composer, former guitarist for Yes. and You and I um, are fans. Yeah, definitely. And when... Um, uh, 09125, was that it? 90... 90... 901... 
It's not the same as... 90210. That's it. When that album came out, we're like, wow. He he really took a step forward in that band and became one of the lead guys. I was I was all about it. I mean, some some hardcore... And I'm a hard... I mean, I love Yes, and I like that. I thought that was a solid progression. I think that album's fantastic. I think it's one of the best they've put out. He is 69 today. Liam Hemsworth... Uh, who uh, made a big splash in the Hunger Games movies? He's and... now uh, taking over the Henry Cavill role in The Witcher. The ri- oh, the, oh, in The Witcher, yeah, the Netflix I've not series. Yeah. yeah, I watched a bit of it. Uh, I, I liked it. It's it's really the way you know, Cavill's a massive fan of the, the the video game series. He didn't like the way the show was going, so yeah. apparently, so he left. But the um, uh, I thought it was okay. Right. Yeah. Um, around uh, around Christmas, we had uh, as a family basically, and we never do this. We watched the entire Hunger Games um, saga. Yeah. And my wife said that she thinks Liam is more attractive than Chris, and I have to wholeheartedly disagree. No, nah. I mean Chris really makes me chub up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I would agree. I'm a chubber for him too. <laughs> uh, Liam right. is 33 today. Uh, Michael Pena, uh, man, did he find an endearing character in the Ant-Man movies. Oh, yeah, he's he's great. so excellent he's in that. He's great. Uh, and um, he's also great. Uh, he does some straight stuff. Like, he's in The Martian. and uh, he was He's in, in the Trade movie. Center. Crash and yeah. uh, World Trade Center. Yeah. He's a great actor. Uh, really like him. So, he turns 47. I don't know if he is going to be in the next Ant-Man I hope so. movie or not. Not listed. Yeah. Oh, man. Now, I saw, like, um, a couple of other people, uh, uh, and I'm forgetting the guy, uh, forgot the guy's name. Quantumania? Yeah. The yeah. guy's name who plays the, uh, uh, the Russian sidekick. Oh, yeah. Uh, of of that crew. His name's like Constantine something or other. Yeah, yeah. he's going to be in it, but he's not playing the same character. What? Uh, so they've got him playing um, some oh, else. And I don't know how that's going to play out, but I, I am looking forward to... He's playing, uh, God, Quantumania. Uh, so he is, uh, Michael Pena is 47 today. And then the last birthday I have is Natalia Dyer. Uh, she's from Stranger Things, plays Nancy. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what? I think Nancy... As, many, as there's so many great characters on that show, but she's my favorite because at the start of the series, she was kind of this bookish, mousy, very homely gal. Yeah. And by the end of that season, and from there on, she turns into a badass. She, like she Ripley's she, up. She's the first one to grab a gun yep. and say, "I'll take care of this." Yeah, and I love it, man. And I love the reaction of people who've come, you know, along the series. They look at her like, "Whoa!" Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she and and Murray are my two favorite characters in that whole series, and we've watched it multiple times. So she is uh, twenty eight years old today, Natalia Dyer. All right, we'll see if we can get an answer to the stupid question in total. How many? Syllables are there in a haiku? Two one five two six three WMMR. The number we will go to Corey and see if we can get the answer. Yo, Corey, good morning. Hey, good morning, Gadzooks, guys. Gadzooks, buddy. All right, so do me a favor. Tell me how how many syllables are in a haiku, please. I'm gonna go with uh, seventeen. You are correct. Yeah. Seventeen. How many in a high mic? Is the uh, answer in a high mic? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> two high mic. Yeah, I think it's just two. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Mike. Yeah, one, yeah, two. There it is, right there. <laughs> uh, Corey, hang on. We're going to give you a family four pack of tickets for the 2023 Philadelphia Auto Show, January 28th to February 5th at the PA Convention Center. So over 30 indoor vehicles in motion at Camp Cheap E Track, and for the first time ever, the Ram Track, and you can experience the ride. Tickets are available. At phillyautoshow.com. I think I'm going to go this year. It's been a while. I love the auto show. So we're going to lead with, obviously, uh, the bizarre news that Lisa Marie Presley, 
the only child of Elvis Presley, died at the age of 54 last night. Uh, so effed up. Priscilla Presley left, uh, said in a statement, uh, it is with a heavy heart that I must share the devastating news that my beautiful daughter Lisa Marie has left us. Uh, she had started the week in a festive mood, first celebrating what would have been her father's 88th birthday with fans at Graceland, and later tearfully applauding alongside her mother Priscilla as Austin Butler received a Golden Go- Globe Award for his portrayal of the King of Rock and Roll in Baz Luhrmann's biopic Elvis. They both really embraced him. They were, I think, part of the selection process when when picking him. So they they're they're all very. Tight, and uh, she got especially emotional as I was watching. I told you, Preston, she did look a little off during that thing. But yesterday, uh, she suffered an apparent cardiac arrest at uh, her home in Calabasas and was transported to a local hospital, and she died hours later. Although Presley was famous from the moment she was born and a singer in her own right, she did have three albums she released. She truly uh, leaped into the pop culture vortex with her surprise marriage, uh, to Michael Jackson and later Elvis aficionado and actor Nicolas Cage. Both those marriages were short-lived, although more lasting unions brought four children, including her son Benjamin Keough, who apparently died by suicide yeah. in 2020 and was laid to rest at Graceland. So she just, always blamed herself, by the way. So just a series yeah. of uh, tragedies for, you know, Priscilla specifically. You remember, the, the, I mean, each one of those is a pop culture moment uh, of... Great import. Michael Jack. Do you remember that Michael Jackson marriage when everyone went, what? Yeah. How did that happen? Yeah, Nick Cage, the same thing. Kathy, you said something earlier in the, and when you reported this in news that, uh, you know, Elvis died. Was he, You said he was 42 years old. Yeah. I, I just have a hard time wrapping my mind around that because Elvis will always seem much, much older than yes, me. Because of where he sits in, in, in the timeline. In the timeline. Yeah. Uh, and, and the fact that. That that Lisa Marie outlived him by more than ten years I blows know. my mind. Well, he his well Elvis's mom died, I believe, was of a heart attack. He died of a heart attack brought on by an impacted colon. Uh, just all the drugs. Yeah, all he that did. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Just, just made it. Um, he was in poor health. So genetically, you know, she was, might have been predisposed to it. But fifty four, still, you know. Two nights ago, Butler thanked uh, her from the Golden Globes stage for de- uh, the, her dedication to honoring her father. By the way. Uh, we have a couple of clips, I think, uh, yeah. here, and these are um, who, who are so you sent these over, Steve. Who are right. who are the people? So at least Marie, these we, we have Lisa Marie talking about who she favored. You know, does she take after more her father or her mother? Okay, here we go. I think probably more my father. On, I'm, I lean more towards that side of my family a little bit. Although I have my mom's strength, I think. Um, his personality and sort of his intensity levels sometimes I, I can emulate pretty well. Um, not intentionally, but just kind of in some obviously mannerisms, which I don't even sometimes know that I have. And then, she, yes. She did, she did have the eyes, oh, you know, yes. and if she held her head down, yeah, she, she looked, looked like Elvis. A lot like him. And then we have a clip of Elvis who would mention Lisa Marie very often on stage. Here he goes. That's what my little daughter says. My little daughter goes around and says, I Elvis, what you gonna do? So swear to God, you know, six years old. I Elvis. No. I said, honey, I'm your daddy. Don't call me. I okay, Elvis. <laughs> it's funny when you when you do listen to Elvis. He does do that. He, he, that. That's all right. Yeah. That's right, man. Yeah. He, he did talk like that. That's right. It ain't no joke, man. Um, but uh, he adored that girl absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. Uh, Nicholas Cage did release a statement. They did uh, get in touch with him last night. He said, it's devastating news. Lisa 
had the greatest laugh of anyone I ever met. She lit up every room, and I am heartbroken. I find some solace believing that she is reunited with her son, Benjamin. So I went and saw uh, Letterman one time, and uh, she was the guest, Lisa Marie Presley, and um, it was um, surprisingly uh, boring. Uh, yeah, you know, it, she didn't really bring a whole lot to the right. table, and and, and she day, wasn't dynamic. No, she was yeah. not. And, and, and you expect. Oh, Elvis's daughter. We're gonna get Elvis stories. Right, right, man. Michael Jackson I'm stories. Period. <laughs> and, uh, look out! Look out, man! Karate. <laughs> Put a but, sofa cushion in there. But there were times, like there, there are. Very, she can be very boring, but there were times, maybe not so charismatic, but she'd tell a story, yeah. and you'd be like, "Oh my god!" Like right. she's talking about Elvis. Yeah. That's pretty cool that we know yeah. that now. Yeah. This terrible news. Fifty-four years old, a heart attack out of nowhere. Especially because when I first heard it and heard she'd had the heart attack, the with the perception was that she was being tended to, and then okay, she got people, yeah. and, and then later on she passed. What? Yeah. 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 Woke up this morning to that uh, to that news. That's messed up. On WMMR.com. it popped right up on my oh, on my phone screen. Yeah, yeah. breaking news right there on WMMR.com. All right, so I have a few other stories. This is a little lighter. How about this? We need light. It's uh, sad, bro. Yeah. Julia Mitchell. Doesn't have the same ring as Julia Roberts. The pretty woman star discovered on a recent episode of Ancestry's Finding Her Roots that her great-grandfather, John Roberts, is actually the result of an affair that her great-great-grandmother had with a married man. And when she found out the news, the actress asked Dr. Henry Louis Gates Jr., but am I not a Roberts? And researchers found that Julia and her cousin most closely matched the DNA of a man named Henry McDonald Mitchell Jr. Who lived down the street from the family. Oh, really? That, so, yes. Wait, so she was the affair? No. She, she was from the affair? No, 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 no. It was her great-great-grandmother, but if the lineage continued... She, okay, she right. would not oh, have... Okay, yeah. got it, yeah. got it. Listen, your first sentence threw me off yeah. so much because <laughs> you said that it doesn't have the same ring. And so yeah. it doesn't have the same sound is what you mean by ring, right? Like, yes. All right, so when you said doesn't Julia Mitchell doesn't have the same ring as Julia Roberts, I was like, well, why would she have the same ring? Like, Yeah, so Julia, the way it's written here is Julia yeah. Mitchell doesn't have the same ring to it as Julia Roberts. Well, we're so familiar. We have a ring to it. I was like, yeah. oh, whose ring does she have? She has a ring doorbell? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what does it look like? Sorry. Yeah. All right, we'll back that up. <laughs> Julia Roberts had a, a, a DNA match done, and her dad, her great great, her great grandfather, is actually someone else. Have you ever watched that show? I, I have it, clips it, of it. I've never watched it from beginning to end. It's very, it's very cool. It it shows you, I think, two things. It shows you the wonder of checking on your ancestry and the potential pitfalls. Yeah. As when um, Ben Affleck found out there were slave owners in his past. Ben Affleck's not a slave owner, right. yeah. but it, it was just right. in, his, in, his, in his past. <laughs> but it's something he did not want to. It, it was he, he. It hit hit him. Obviously, it would hit anybody. Yeah. But um, there. That's the that's the edge you walk. Yes. When you do that, if you want to know, yeah. I did see one episode of a, and it was a, a really beautiful girl and her mother. Uh, she didn't know who was the father of this girl. Uh, I don't think I'm the mother. It could have been three different guys. You always joke. It, yeah, I know. It could have been three different guys, and uh, and they had them. She had them meet all of them. Oh and man! And then they opened up the DNA results in front of like all a Mori. Yeah, it was kind of wild. That's weird. But it was very sweet. Like, okay, like everybody was. Everybody was happy. Now, good all for these this. men had constant sex with your <laughs> Dude, mother. That's all yeah, I yeah, kept yeah, thinking yeah. about. But the mother was like sixteen or something yeah. like that. Wait, and, you always joke what? Uh, <laughs> that Rochelle's adopted. <laughs> Oh. Yeah. Because right. she just doesn't seem Seems like, like the rest of her family. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. You got her out. You got out. Uh, <laughs> all 
I you mean move- Rochelle Roberts? We're moving on. <laughs> I, I have a couple of other stories that, that definitely need to be, be reported on. Variety has uh, reported that uh, Justin Roiland, co-creator and star of Adult Swim's animated science fiction sitcom Rick and Morty, is currently facing felony charges related to a 2020 incident of alleged domestic violence. Don't like it. Royland was charged in Orange County, California on one felony count of domestic battery with corporal injury and one felony count of false imprisonment by menace, violence, fraud, and or deceit. Uh, The charges date to 2020 and an alleged incident that occurred on or around January 19th against an unnamed Jane Doe who was dating Royland at the time. He was previously released on a $50,000 bond uh, that was back in August of 2020. And was arraigned in October of that year, uh, pleaded not guilty uh, in that year as well, and appeared in court uh, just this past, uh, it was just a couple of days ago, uh, for a pre-trial hearing. And a trial date has not yet been set. He co-created the popular animated offering Rick and Morty alongside Dan Harmon. Uh, he voices both the show's titular characters, uh, Rick Sanchez and his grandson, Morty Smith. Uh, the series' sixth season ended last December, and seventh season is in the works as part of the series' long-running deal with Cartoon Network. Uh, he's also co-created Hulu's Solar Opposites, in which he also voices that series' main character, Corvo. And he's also voiced characters on Adventure Time, Gravity Falls, Fish Hooks, and a bunch of others. Oh, he's deeply entrenched in that world. I wonder yeah. what that's going to mean. You yeah. know, obviously, well, they, they'll probably take a, you know, let the court proceedings play out, and we'll take it from there. Maybe so. Hey, uh, Kanye West. Recently exchanged vows with Bianca Sensori in a private ceremony, though it's not believed the union is legally binding as they haven't filed a marriage certificate. Uh, Kanye was first pictured with Bianca, but he's got like his own church and all that stuff. He can do whatever yeah, he wants. You are you know? the poopity to my scoop. There you go, to yeah. my scoopity. And you are the scoopity to my poop. Uh, so Kanye was first pictured with Bianca, who has worked as an architectural designer for his company Yeezy for several years at the Waldorf Astoria Beverly Hills earlier this week. And he was wearing a wedding ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, sources say that the jewelry mm-hmm. signifies 45-year-old star's commitment to Bianca. Meanwhile, Kim recently admitted that she's worried that people will be scared to date her uh, because Kanye isn't the easiest person to deal with. Uh, she said, and they're, they have kids together, so if you get with Kim, yeah. there's going to be a part of Kanye that's around. If you want to be her lover... Yeah. You got to get with her friends. So that's uh, if you want to be. Yeah, yeah. So uh, she said, "There's a part of me that's like, oh my God, is everyone going to be scared because I don't have the easiest ex? I don't think that's fair for me uh, to ever put someone in a situation or bring a new person in uh, who could be super innocent. And then there's that side of me that's like, why would I ever have to live that way? I wish Kim would have consulted us before she got married. Could have told her all about this. We, we called it from the beginning. Yeah. I think a lot of people called it." Uh, the 42-year-old beauty also cried over the struggles of co-parenting with rappers uh, with the rapper, but uh, said that she knows that she will uh, find her forever partner. One, no, she won't. One day, yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe. One but day. I, here's the deal: uh, she has these these babies, these children that like she loves more than anything. So we'll just focus on that, right? This love that she she never knew before. Kanye was able to give that to her. Not the love that they shared together, but the love that they created. It's beautiful, man. And, you know? <laughs> yeah. so Wow, Casey's sticking up for Kanye. Yeah. I'm not sticking up for Kanye. You're no. taking the high road. I yeah. am taking the high road. Okay. Yeah, listen, any divorce that we might learn something. <laughs> out there. You know, no matter how amicable or, or ugly as it can get, if you, if you created children through the bond that you had together, at least you have that. And let's focus on the love that you were able to create through that.
Amen. Uh, Preach, brother. No, yeah. but, uh, but I kind of agree with him because I had um, cousins who would have to meet at the police station when it was time for the kids to go right. with their mom or their dad. Yeah. And it, I mean, so much so because, I mean, it was awful. Like everything. With physical, their screaming. Yeah. No, but I mean, it just was, it was so terrible. And I said to them, I remember at one point I go, at one point, you guys loved each other and created three children. Like, yeah. Can't you focus on that and nicely exchange the kids? Yeah, Kathy, besides that, there's been a whole run of stories in the news about people that, about murders that took place between a husband and wife and wife, you know, the other way. And you see these pictures of them at, you know, parties. Yeah, like at one point. How do you disconnect so dramatically from that? Yep. Well, there's it a thin happens. line between love and hate. Yes, absolutely. It's yeah. a long road case. Nick, yeah. you're divorced with a son. You, yeah. you usually have an armed guard when you guys are... <laughs> you guys go to the well, yeah. I had to hire that guy a long time ago. Um, there's a TV show uh, that's called Divorce, and it has Sarah Jessica Parker and Thomas Hayden Church on it. It's a good show. It's on HBO, and it really talks, Steve, about how uh, you can make a few left turns instead of making right turns after getting divorced yeah. and end up really hating your ex. Or uh, you can... Take the high road, like Casey was talking about, and try your best to at least look out for the kids and have an amicable relationship. And I'm lucky enough to have that, so I don't have to have the arm no, guard, guard anymore. Right. But like, listen, I, I can see how it happens, you mm-hmm. know. And, and if you let your ego get in the way and, and pride and whatever the hell else, uh, money obviously can be a, a big issue. So it happens. People, go, people, there you go. Yeah, it is a long road, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, I'm the voice lawyer Rambo, <laughs> John Rambo. Yeah. If you're finding yourself in a difficult situation, give me a call anytime. <laughs> Air night, even on New Year's Eve. Oh, Rambo, oh, wow. Rambo, and Rambo. Yeah, that's right. he's not here. You yeah. want to talk to Rambo? He's not here. You want to talk to Rambo? Speaking. Yeah. All right. It How is about a- Rambo, Rocky, and Rambo. <laughs> Sorry, Preston. It is a long road. I'm moving on. I know. Uh, you you shut your hole. Yeah, I have a lot of stories. <laughs> it's seven o'clock. All right, I have a lot of stories to get to still. Friday, no sad <laughs> ones. That's the approach that should take place in divorce. No sad bro. Yes. Yeah. If we haven't and learned no it. Sad bro lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I have some clips to play with this. Gina Davis made headlines in October of 2021 after revealing in her memoir, uh, Dying in Politeness, that Bill Murray allegedly harassed her during the making of their 1990 crime comedy, Quick Change. Uh, Davis wrote that Murray tried to use a massage device on her in a hotel room. Oh, my. And then he berated her on set in front of a bunch of uh, strangers. In a new interview with journalist uh, Kara Swisher, Davis opened up in even more detail about Murray's alleged set abuse. So uh, there's a few different stories. The first clip is about that that, um, that massage massage thing. It's a massage table or something. I don't know. All right, here we go. Uh, The first day of shooting, they said, we're ready for you to come to set. And I said, well, costumes asked me to wait here one second. Can I do that or should I come with you? And he said, no, no, no. no. AD said, no, no go ahead, this is wait the, here. This is the second clip. Right. This is- but that's okay. This is this is where it gets into the meat of it. This is when they had their first, um, he comes in like a lunatic, Bill Murray. Yeah, so this is, um, she's supposed to be on set. And, right. And there were people outside. It was in a, a, a public setting. So right. here we go. Seconds later, Bill Murray, in a full clown costume, by the way, slams into the trailer with a rage coming out of his eyeballs and starts screaming at me and swearing at me. Get the f*** out there. What the f*** are you doing? Move, move. And he got behind me and screamed in my ear, move faster, move it. And we're getting to this intersection where there's hundreds of people watching this and he keeps it up and keeps it up. He says, stand there and starts shooting. And uh, and I was literally like shaking. Wow. Uh, and then you hear in the second clip, 
it, it left a, an emotional scar on her. Yeah, so this is the, the, the massage thing. Here we go. When you think but about it, that, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. I, I was going to say, but it, it's still. Uh, or is this her talking about the getting yelled at? Okay, here yeah. we go. Just talking about it, actually, still, it's, it's, it's very emotional for me because uh, I felt so ashamed, you know, mm-hmm. for somebody who wants to do things right, you know, and I felt so ashamed that I, I didn't. My, um, <clears throat> sorry. That's okay. I never told anybody until I wrote mm-hmm. the book. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's just a shame that I took on, um, blame for mm-hmm. that happening. Oh, man. That's horrible. Wow, that's yeah. Bill Murray, he's had the reputation for a long time. He's, he's, he's a jerk. He's, yeah. he's, he, and, and, but he can also be a wonderful, super nice, uh, friendly guy, but he has this side of him that comes out and just, even uh, uh, like um, Richard Dreyfus on What About Bobby said that he would just needle him all the time and throw stuff. And, for, and, yeah. and he's like, and especially he had said if he, if he had a couple cocktails, yeah. he would turn mean. It's not, yeah, that's that's it's sad to hear her it's, after all these years, yeah. an accomplished Academy Award winning actress, yeah. um, you know, feel that way. It's terrible, yeah. terrible, absolutely. All right, I have uh, some other stories. Let's go to this one. Pamela Anderson still hasn't seen the stolen sex tape that she and Tommy Lee made in 1995. Well, I think we made up for what? you. Know what I'm saying? Really, she didn't see it. In she a pre- it. well, I I don't think she's seen it since. Right. So, in a preview of an upcoming interview with CBS Sunday Morning, uh, she said we were naked all the time and filming each other and being silly but those tapes were not for anybody else to see and I've not seen it to this day. Oh, maybe she's never seen it. Maybe she never watched it. Maybe she didn't want to. Uh, She added that having it stolen and released by a disgruntled former employee was very hurtful. And there's a documentary coming out about her too. Do you think, uh, would that be the thing that you'd whip out your tapes of you naked, you know, like him getting the the Hummer in the front seat of the... (laughs) Hey, let's watch that. Wouldn't you just do it yourself? You know, here's the deal. I think... I, 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 and, and I could see why, like, I've never watched my wedding video. Now, we didn't bang or anything like that. Neither have I. I I don't need to watch it, but, um, I have a feeling Tommy made that because he's got the hottest woman in the world. Right. And and who is his wife. Yeah. But nonetheless, and I'll bet you, I'll bet you he showed Showed it it to to friends. Yeah. I would have, judging by what we've learned. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's out of the realm of feasibility. That's just a guess, but, I mean, uh, I don't know. Uh, and they did it just to, to, to be fun, to, to, to have fun or whatever, but who knows. I have a correlation to that. Okay. I will occasionally post pictures and videos of new Batman figures I get. Well, right. right. So it's the same thing. Similar, <laughs> yeah. very similar. Uh, ben Savage uh, got engaged. The Boy Meets World alum announced on Instagram Wednesday that he and his girlfriend, Tessa Andermeyer, are getting married. Well, that's going to be like the royal wedding. Uh, Andrew. <laughs> She showed off a new diamond ring in a picture that was captioned, the best is yet to come. So he's getting married. Was it like Julia Roberts' ring? Uh, It was a lot like that ring, yes, that some other gal had. All right, and then, uh, now I haven't seen this yet, but Robert Downey Jr. has undergone a serious transformation for his role. It's wild. In The Sympathizer. Uh, E! News reports that the Iron Man star was spotted in a red curly wig with a receding hairline. Yeah. That sounds like Larry Fine it, from it, the Three Stooges. Uh, it, it took a while to to figure that out, Preston. Uh, in images that were taken on January 11th, we're looking at pictures. Yeah, yeah, that's his new Marvel character, the Sympathizer. Oh, is that what it is? So he just he sees everybody's side to the argument. Okay, <laughs> he just understand. I understand. <laughs> I, I get it. it. I yeah. sympathize. 
All right, and then uh, one last thing, and then we'll move on to clips and so forth. Uh, Reese Witherspoon and Ashton Kutcher star in a new Netflix rom-com called Your Place or Mine, and the trailer was released yesterday. Uh, it shows a pair of execs turned friends falling for each other after switching lives for a week. Uh, it's set to stream on February 10th, by the way. I'm a sucker for a good rom-com. Yep. All right, so we got new movies opening today, and we're going to go through them. start with this. A Man Called Otto is a comedy drama. It stars Tom Hanks, uh, Mac Badia, and Mariana Trevino. And it's based on the comical and moving New York Times bestseller, A Man Called Otto. It tells the story of Otto Anderson, a grumpy widower whose only joy comes from criticizing and judging his exasperated neighbors. Uh, when a lively young family moves in next door, he meets his match in quick-witted and very pregnant Marisol, leading to an unexpected friendship that will turn his world upside down. Uh, two hours, six minutes long. It's rated PG-13, wide release uh, today. And Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 69%. percent that bad? Yeah, it's pretty been good. out, though. Yeah, my dad saw it already. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It says it opens today. In guess, select cities, it opened earlier. I guess wide release. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. Uh, number two is Plane. P-L-A-N-E, not P-L-A-N-E. Plane. Um, it's an action mystery starring Gerard Butler, Mike Coulter, and Yosin Ahn. Uh, pilot Brody Torrance saves his passengers from a lightning strike by making a risky landing on a war-torn island, only to find that surviving the landing was just the beginning when most of the passengers are taken hostage by dangerous rebels. The only person Torrance can count on for help is Louis Gasper, an accused murderer who is being transported by the FBI. In order to rescue the passengers, Torrance will need Gaspar's help and will learn that there's more to Gaspar than meets the eye. Hour and 47 minutes long. Rated R, wide theater release, and Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 73%. Oh. And then finally, House Party opens. Uh, it's a comedy starring Jacob uh, Lattimore, uh, Tosin Cole, and DC Young Fly. Uh, the plot is aspiring club promoters and best buds Damon and Kevin are barely keeping things together out of money down on their luck and about to lose the roofs over their heads and freshly fired from their low-lift jobs as house cleaners, uh, the pair needs a huge windfall to make their problems go away. In a what-the-hell move, they decide to host a party of the year and at an exclusive mansion, uh, the site of their last cleaning job, which just so happens to be none other than LeBron James. <laughs> no permission, no problem. What could go wrong? It's an hour and 40 minutes long. It's rated R, wide theater release. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a low score at 20%, by the way. Is that, is that like a, uh, a reimagining of the Kid and Playhouse Party? I think it's a continuation of the House Party, because they've done a couple of House Party movies. Yeah. I never saw House Party. Is that what it was? They went to someone else's house, like a rich person's house? No, I don't Not, remember. I think it was just a, a, a party that got away. Okay. So it's like, like the barbershop movie? Movies, you know that sort of vibe, a little different, a little, little more outlandish. But um, yeah, this is um, it's not getting well received. All right, we got clips to play. All right, audiences who have buckled in for a thrill ride that is servant. Love it. Should get ready to hold on as a gripping mystery is going to take another surprising turn in season four. And here producer M. Night Shyamalan explains the importance of hitting the correct note in his work. What you're left with at the end of the movie should tell you what you saw. 
And by that, I mean, you know, when I'm mixing genres and I'm, I'm creating a different tone or any storyteller is when you stick the landing, you're, you're giving them the keys to say, this is what, how to interpret everything that you, that you watched. Yeah! I bailed on the third season. Oh, you did? Yep. I got to, I have to get back in because it just, it kept leaving these open things. And I was like, yeah. I need some resolution. I need something so, to keep me coming back. I will tell you this. They like, uh, in the, in the last season, they, uh, they've developed a lot more. There's a lot more. What in the f is going on here? As far as stuff that transcends basic our basic understanding of the world. Yeah, and so that's very cool. And the, right. the like the cliffhanger, the how they they leave it. I yeah. was like, oh, this is great. I, I have questions for you guys, and I'll ask them all because right, right. I'm I'm curious because I do want to. It it is creepy cool. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Uh, Servant is and it, and it's. Shot in Philly. I mean, it's oh, awesome God, it's seeing great. the scenes out on the streets of Philadelphia. Yeah. Uh, Servant is available today on Apple TV+. Plus. Here's the next clip for you. Hunters Season 2 will see the team on an international mission to find and kill Adolf Hitler. In this clip, star Greg Austin discusses comparisons between him and his character. Here we go. I like to think I'm an empathetic person, and so I like to think I can try and envision any one circumstance to understand it in a way that they become the hero of their own story, their own protagonist. And he is entirely feels that's what he is. He is the main character in his mind. Shut up, Demi. <laughs> Al Pacino was in this? Yeah. Huh. Okay, we're He's looking playing at Hitler. Uh, Nick is playing a uh, role in the, the trailer for it. I did not know that. Uh, Hunter's season... Wait, my Nazi children play with their toys. <laughs> Hunter's season two. Is available now on Prime Video. So there you go. All right, that's it. Entertainment Report for you, my friend. Let's take a break and come back and prepare ourselves for what is a Friday morning. Uh, We're starting to get a little bit of daylight. We'll uh, we'll, we'll share this day together. Stay put. We'll be right back. MMR spotlights the best rock in Philadelphia with MMR's Local Shots. Hear and see more now at WMMR.com. Keyword, Local Shots. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks, Philly. This traffic report brought to you by Center City Restaurant Week. Everyone's a foodie during Center City District Restaurant Week with special lunch and dinner pricing. January 15th through the 28th, ccdrestaurantweek.com. Sponsored by Knob Creek Rye Whiskey. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. Okay, two things. Number one, I'm really happy that we have a sponsor, Knob Creek Whiskey, because I love that. But uh, did you just hear that? Is that what you're laughing at? He did it. He ripped a really loud one in the middle of your traffic report. Did and not I hear the it. first one. Even Connor, who is behind he soundproof fell. glass, heard it. He took. He, I'm looking on his at the expression on his face. <laughs> I heard it, and I turned and see him cracking up. Bob, boom, Bob, boom. Proud of yourself? <laughs> I am. It was well, a, good, it was a banana in a fart. You were so, eating a banana. You are in a mood. Yeah. He's had. He's had technical problems. Yeah, and but what? I was in a mood before that. Were you? Yeah, I don't know. Oh. Okay. Yeah, you get a little gassy. No, 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 no. I'm like, um, just, I don't know. Like, I, uh, I picked up on it. I didn't want to say anything. But today, we've yeah. had, we've also sad. had tech issues all week. Like, every yeah. morning that we've come in, there's something has gone wrong. And I don't know if it's like Mercury retrograde or whatever, but it's been I'll tell you what, I'm not challenging. Gonna, Nick, I'm not going to stand for the creator of No Sad Bro being sad. Yeah, oh, no, exactly. I know. Yeah, right, that's not going to happen. Hey, not um, on my watch. What's your favorite cake? We'll get you one. <laughs> Carrot cake. All right. Okay. That's your favorite? Yeah. yeah, that's what I get for my birthday every year. Oh. 
my gosh. Would, wow. Would you, would you pep up some if we got you a carrot cake? Here's the deal. Like, I need one. my carrot cake to either be, like, from a bakery. It needs to be homemade. Or homemade. <laughs> yeah. Right? And, like, nothing against, like, uh, supermarkets or anything like that. But, yeah, like, uh, and I, yeah. I, I don't get me wrong. I like supermarket carrot cakes. It just doesn't hold a candle to the love. And you're, you're, but you're, what you're if, down. What if, what if the supermarket has a bakery? Uh, department. It's just not the same. Okay. It's yeah. It's just not the it's same. It's not the same. I'm sad too. Could somebody bring me tequila? <laughs> <laughs> it's dry January. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, it's not. You of that. <laughs> I mean, wait. So oh, no, I saw your text. <laughs> yeah, and also I was at my my girlfriend and I were doing it together, and I had to. Stop. And you were shopping at Target while you were drinking. No, well, no, I had to. I had to stop over her house, and we were sitting. And she's the one that has like the yeah. Kim Kardashian White House. So we're sitting in her little white living room with like her fluffy pillows, yeah. and she pours us a glass of wine. And we both sitting there with a glass of wine and her husband walks in from working out and he goes I thought you guys were doing try January <laughs> we were like yeah no that stopped it ended well you know what I have something for you in the connoisseur oh, I think you will appreciate it's time for the completely alcoholic connoisseur yeah not quite but it does talk about uh, this first story about dry January yes. A lot of people and attempting it, at least. It asks the question, but what if complete abstinence isn't your goal? If you'd like to cut back without going entirely dry, you might be better situated for what is becoming known as damp January. <laughs> All right. Moist January. Rather than foregoing alcohol completely, the premise of this temporary practice is to drink mindfully and in moderation throughout the month. So you're you're completely out of control for the remaining 11 months. Yep. But in January, you, you just have a little moderation. You reel it back. Right. Bit. Okay, so do you guys remember Allie Gorman over at yes. ABC? Yeah. Okay. Medical yeah. reporter. Yeah. Right, oh, okay. Yeah. So she she is no longer there. She, I um, kind of, I, I believe when she's... Happen. I think she stays home with her son, and she adopted her son, and I think she stays home with him and does her. kind of like PR stuff on the side. But she yeah. just emailed me uh, this this week about an app that she's pushing. It's called Reframe, and it basically, it's uh, an alcohol reduction app for damp January oh, is okay. what it is. Reframe is Reframe what it's called? Reframe is the app, yeah. Okay. They were uh, trying to spell refrain, but they were drunk. So with damp January, the idea is that one can still reduce their intake of alcohol while uh, reflecting on and having conversations about their relationship with it. One reason the training resolution may be gaining traction in... I love you, Knob Creek. This year is that <laughs> Americans' drinking habits have, broadly speaking, been in flux. According to a survey conducted by Morning Consult, uh, participation in dry January dropped... Uh, from 19% in 2022 to 15% in 2023. However, they argue that the reason for the decline is that consumers, and millennials in particular, are drinking less overall. If you're interested in trying out damp January for yourself, a couple of approaches you could take. One option is to reduce the number of alcoholic beverages you consume each week. Play around with making mocktails instead. Mock? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. And it's also the ideal time to experiment yeah. with low ABV wines, spirits, and beers as well. So you can go with lower alcohol level. Interesting. Uh, uh, booze situations. Um, so I'm not claiming to do dry January anymore, but I will <laughs> say I probably am doing damp January. Like, All right. I, I'm making yeah. sure I'm not having anything during the week, but like when Friday comes, I want a glass of wine. So uh, I th- I, there are a lot of people I know who will occasionally 
um, they um, they'll do that. They'll reduce or they'll do a couple of just a couple of weeks, like two weeks. Yeah, just to just think. And I heard one person call it get just getting a handle on things. Yeah, I've getting I mean, a handle on and things. just feeling like a little bit better, a little right. healthier yeah. after the holiday season. But Steve, I will say, I'm holding strong with no shopping. All right, okay. how's that yeah. going? It's good. I'm I'm, I'm doing it. Just buying liquor. The uh, the not drinking during the week thing. <laughs> Goes a long way, like it, it, I, and I don't. I like drinking during the week, but I feel the effects the next day for sure. Right, and so, right. like, if I can yeah. cut it out, and especially with our job and the you know the hours that we get in here, eliminating drinking during the week goes a long way. What? <laughs> you said I feel it the next day. You the did. next day, yeah. The next day, the don't next worry day. about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, well, then that leads me to my question. I wanted to ask uh, you guys, not you, Steve, because you don't drink. But when was the last time you guys were hung over? Not uh, not oh, feeling the effects the next day, like but hurting, like hurting, hurting. hurting. Oh, I, at the thirty first, exactly. I went out on the thirtieth of okay. December, and uh, we partied, and we didn't have to drive anywhere. We had a hotel room, and uh, the thirty first of December, I was hurting. There was there was a day in January that it happened. Uh, not January. I mean December. Uh, and then earlier this summer, I made a mistake. I told you guys I was trying to keep up with <laughs> my friend Steve. Uh, that was a mistake. <laughs> so that was two times. But it had been a long time since okay. I'd had a full-on, I'm staying in bed, the day has been wrecked, hangover type of thing. So, Those uh, are horrible. Well, let you? me ask you uh, just a quick question then on that, on that case. Uh, if you if you have been away from it from for a long time, do you get drunker more profoundly? It, yeah, I, I definitely feel it more quickly, more acutely. And yeah. then on the other side, I assume it takes that much longer to come out of it. Yes. Yes. Don't know. As, as you well, as you for me, as I age, right. yeah, absolutely. Okay. Like I'm, the hangover doesn't last one day anymore. It's like two full days. <laughs> I mean, wait until you get into your thirties, Kathy. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I'm so when was your last yeah. uh, bad one? Um, so I don't normally drink like that any, right. anymore because strictly because I the hangover ruins your day. I've got responsibilities, a kid that you know we have things to do, um, activities. Uh, <laughs> however, I've had an awesome time. However, Casey, the last one I and Hardy, I just got it. <laughs> I know exactly what it was because it was a bad one. I like I, we don't even know what happened. We said really? we said that oh, like yeah. it was like our own hangover movie. And don't mention because I, know, I don't want to connect it. But um, yeah, we went to a winery and when we got back, I remember we yeah. Were oh like, yeah what we woke up the next day and we were like what happened? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you and. Wait, no, no. Yes, Dennis, there was five of wait us. Wait a minute. No, I was going to say you us. and Dennis, but Dennis doesn't drink. It was when they told you not to drink too much of that one. Wine. Wine. And yeah. we were like, which yeah. one? <laughs> <laughs> How did I get in a kibbutz? <laughs> so anyway, damp January, it's an option for those who are interested. All right, what else do we have here for you? All right, this has been all over the news, uh, but egg prices are way up. You guys, I'm sure, have seen the the yep. stories by now about this. It's making the people that um, have been raising chickens that we've been talking about uh, they're they're on Easy Street now. Yeah. Well, they've had the problem though because there's been these avian flus. Yes. Uh, and that's been a part of it, and inflation, and a few other contributing things. And then you these have supply and demand yeah. and all that stuff, and all these things, <laughs> these kind of things with the chickens and the eggs and uh, so and the bacon. But it's like <laughs> the waffles and the, the, the pancakes. It's like this vicious cycle that happens. 
Uh, so, yeah, egg prices climbed the most in Arizona in December, Nevada, and New Mexico, according to retail data. That's right, because they have all those egg mines there. A carton of 12 eggs increased over 64% in all the aforementioned states. That compares to the 18% increase in seen in states such as Oregon, California, and Washington. Let me ask in you. November, grocery store prices inc- increased 12% compared to a year ago. As a, as a, uh, a chef of sorts, or uh-huh. at least you cook. I like to cook. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, do things like egg beaters? Fill the. I've never, no, never, I've never okay. considered. Uh, I, you know what? And I, I don't know what the price difference would be on those because are, are there not eggs and egg beaters? I, I don't were. know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we we cook a, we use a fair amount of eggs in, in All right, cooking yeah. at home. Um, so my wife uh, found a store that uh, she thought that the eggs were. Exceptional? Except, no, no, no. The prices were, were better than anywhere else. So much so that she had to, like, text all of her friends. Okay. And, you know, go, and I'm not going to say it out loud. Right. Because I don't want everybody to go there and get all my eggs. Is it but, Aldi? What's that? Is it Aldi? No, but close. Okay. Um, but uh, my question for you is this. What about the farm fresh eggs? For, you know, uh, what about they haven't, well... Are, are, are they gouging? Find them? Are they gouging as well? Like, like these, what? Like going to the actual farm? Oh, because and you're getting the, the farm? like organic yeah. and, and farm fresh. Um, the ones that know. haven't been affected by any avian chicken flus, like a roadside stand. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, there, there are all over the place in South Jersey. You know, uh, beach towns, Cape May. Them. Yeah, we had a lady who uh, who used to work here. Uh, the chicken lady. No, no, no. She was our receptionist, but that she had a whole bunch of chickens, and I know a bunch of uh, fellow coworkers would. Buy eggs from yeah. Her. We had we had neighbors yeah. that, that had had chickens and, and we would get they would give us eggs. Yeah, they same. were like we need to get rid of these because yeah. uh, they're laying them like crazy. We got so. chickens next door right now, and then I got another egg lady. I got two egg ladies. Uh, oh, right, your neighborhood? Uh, one one in the neighborhood and one as a friend. And uh, sadly uh, for me, she's pregnant right now, so I'm not getting nearly as many eggs. Mm. Oh, I know. It's a bummer. Yeah. Human eggs, but uh, yeah. but I don't know, Case. I'm not sure if those prices are affected at the uh, at the mom and pop uh, thing or not. But yeah, so that's... sometimes they charge a premium because it is organic or it's farm fresh or whatever. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. It's possible. So uh, egg beaters are mostly just egg whites with a little bit of uh, additional um, filler. Okay. what I know. I thought they were like uh, you a know, replacement. Like, like I can't believe it's not butter. Right. I can't believe these aren't eggs. Yeah. I can't yeah. believe these are actually eggs. Yeah. Uh, more than, by the way, so yeah, the uh, uh, the avian flu, the bird flu, uh, impacted 58 million birds over the past year. More than 43 million of those birds, all of which were killed to control the virus, uh, were egg-laying chickens. Casey, you have a special name of a chicken that passed you wanted me to read for you? Uh, this is uh, Jen Johnson. Jen Johnson. Ramona <laughs> Quimby. The Stepford Wives. Who is Jen Johnson? So my friend Jen, and I love this idea, but she texts me. She she listens to the show religiously. We went to college together. Request last week, Preston. You might have forgotten. No, no, I remember. I just forgot why. You should have a contest where uh, one of the chickens in the five million dead chicken roll call is named after one of our listeners, first and last names. And I was like, well, then Jen Johnson has to be the first recipient. Okay, Casey, of all my chickens (laughs) that we lost, Jen Johnson is my chicken. Right. Should we may have people uh, submit a list and uh, yeah. put their name on the Send list? Your names and I will. <laughs> Steve will get the to chickens them. That you've lost. I'm sorry, Gene will get to them. All right, chicken at wmr.com. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we got to set it up. Right. Oh. All right, uh, more from the connoisseur. Uh, we're going. We're leaving the chickens. Aww. You never really leave the chickens. <laughs> we're leaving the eggs. The chickens leave you. <laughs> so uh, let's see. What's today? Thirteenth. So Sunday is now. National Bagel Day. I'm a bagel man. January 14th. Me too. I don't eat them 
a lot, but I love them when I do. Your bagel of choice, Preston, what would it be? I have two. Okay. okay. So the ones that, that are my go-to, uh, everything bagel, oh, number yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, number two, if I see an Asiago bagel, oh. I will snag that. And then number three, a sesame bagel. So oh. you, you hit two of mine. Uh, well, actually, uh, uh, sesame and everything. Yep. Uh, uh, those uh, sesame for sandwiches, even everything for sandwiches. But Panera has a really good uh, Asiago. Uh, uh, bagel, yeah, you do that. always like that one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, my family's coming in from Long Island on Saturday, and they bring bagels every time they come. So I'm not it's the same a, with us. It's not a bagel eater. I wouldn't order a bagel, but when it comes from New- when it comes from my family, when they bring it down from New York, I have to have one. It comes uh, from Broadway Deli on uh, in Hicksville. Ooh, hey guys, don't sleep on the jalapeno bagels. By the way, ooh, and yeah. uh, <laughs> Kathy, the same place where my wife got those eggs yeah bagels are cheaper as well <laughs> i will tell you this remember we had that service that goes up to uh yeah. they're, they're doing great they yeah. go yeah go up to yeah. new york they bring them down the, the difference is and i think in taste i when they do kettle bagels you know when they they prepare them in the in the, in the kettle and then they yeah. bake them that's when they're a home run kathy my wife will go hey how much do you think i pay for these and i'm like <laughs> i'm like i never look at prices so i don't even know where to guess i'm like Five hundred, <laughs> five, uh, uh, two fifty. I'm like, I have no idea where even to start guessing. By the way, bagels for me fall under that um, that that old pizza, uh, you yeah. know, pizza and BJ's. Uh, uh, Good or bad, it's always good. Okay, bagels are the same way. Yeah. When you have a superior, yeah. you certainly oh, oh, know. Yeah, most definitely. But even a mediocre bagel is can get the job done. So we have a couple of bagel places near us that do that do a pretty damn good job. You know, and they also give you Hummers. Which is yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think. You like, put the bagel get, over your junk. Yeah. You get a blogie, right? Yeah. Uh, what happens when you get one while you're eating pizza? What's that called? Banal. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. We have to figure it out. Okay. Uh, bagels. We're going to have to do it. Figure it out. Shut up. <laughs> bagels have a uh, long and highly yeah, documented history. sex with pizza. Completely distracted now. Long documented history that travels uh, from the Jewish families of Poland in the 1600s. Uh, to wrapped up in parchment paper in your hands today, and unlike many things created nearly 500 years ago, bagels are remarkably unchanged. Uh, bagels actually made the jump to America with a massive Polish-Jewish immigration in the 1800s that firmly entrenched itself in New York City, where it thrived. In fact, an entire union was created in the early 1900s. It was called the Bagel Bakers Local 338 uh-huh. uh, to support the growing I- immigrant-led industry. And that also begat the Bagel Brunch that we still enjoy this, to this day uh, with little to no changes. And the, the uh, classic is lox, cream cheese, capers, tomatoes, and red onions. Right. Uh, Bagels well, are overrated, by the way. It's not that I don't like them, but, like, come on. It's not even, like, a top three breakfast bread. Oh, oh, you get out of me. What? Well, what are your top three breakfast breads? You mean for you? For everybody in the entire oh, history of mankind. Wait, top, what are your, what are your top, top three, three breakfast, breakfast breads? breads. <laughs> Rye bread. Rye toast. That's number one. Uh, the English muffin, I would put there number two. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah. The only problem with English muffins is just they're just not big enough, right? If they made them a little bit like Like this, manhole covers? Like a well, bagel? Maybe like a the bagel size, size of a bagel. Maybe okay. the size of a bagel. Uh, and then I would just, I would put like regular white toast in there, man. Your list sucks. Uh, All right, so boring. here's a question. Here's a question. Uh-huh. 
Uh, and the reason that I uh, am liar going whore. to go counter <laughs> liar whore, liar whore, you know it. Yeah, okay. Liar whore, liar whore, you know it. The reason I'm going to counter that is because you could sit down, and uh, and I would be if if you, you could just have a bagel and that's your breakfast. Yes, huh? yes. You, it just having a piece of white toast. Oh, really? Yeah. You could just have a bagel yeah. without without dressing it up with anything. Oh, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. You can put stuff on it. You can put butter. Or Why do you do that? Because the bagel cheese. doesn't stand alone. Oh, so you're going to have a piece of just white uh, toast you're all goddamn by right. And you know why? <laughs> Because I just needed to prove my point. I know. Because <laughs> this is my hill and I'm going to die. Yeah, I'm going to die on it. Yes. Give me a, an English muffin with nothing on it, uncooked. Yeah. So the uh, the classic one, Preston, where the, the lox and the cream cheese, uh, I like all of that except for, I'm not a big capers guy. Oh, I love capers. Do you really? Yeah. Okay. To me, it's like, it's a, I don't know, it, it, whatever, it turns me off a little bit. But Especially when they rob a jewelry store. Yeah. <laughs> it's my favorite kind of caper. Uh... Okay. When we were in Chicago, I'm yeah. sorry to interrupt. No, no, no. When we were in Chicago for the uh, uh, National Hall uh, Radio Hall of Fame yeah. awards Which ceremony, is, seems almost unbelievable at this point in the I show. Know, right? I know we're yeah. talking about capers. <laughs> Across the street at the hotel, we had breakfast. They had capers. I've never seen them like this. They were like the size. They were like nipples. They were huge. They were like big, like normal stitz nipples. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, That's our Norma Stitz collection. But I never I never knew they got large. I know capers yeah. is tiny. Well, you have to take them. Itty bitty. <laughs> Dude. Put them in your mouth a little bit. Maybe rub a little ice on it. A little flick. Yes. Yeah. In there. Yes. I tell you what, I never was a caper dude, and, and I, I love them with smoked salmon. Yeah. They go yeah, well right. with that. Uh, Steve, um, so that's my, nowadays, that's my breakfast of choice. Uh, um, smoked salmon, you know, lox yeah. or whatever, and, and a toasted bagel. That's your breakfast of choice. I love it. And When it, you have that entire menu... Of, like, pancakes and waffles. Why don't you get off my ass? It's my, yes, it's my breakfast. You're over there eating uncooked English muffins. Yeah. <laughs> I am not. You, you make yeah. the Amish are going, can't you spice it up? It makes Casey's breakfast breadless yeah. yeah. sound good. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, oh, there's, okay. Yeah. But no, Steve, no, it's your thing. It, yeah, it's, it's my thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh... But Steve, I know you're you know a big salmon guy. Are you a salmon guy in the morning a lot of the time, or because you don't? I don't think you default to it. No, no. So I never knew that I. So the 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 landing the uh, Nick. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, they have <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sure I've said it a couple of million times. I buy it all the time. I love it. It is the salmon toast is sensational. So, but is that I a never... breakfast go to for you? Yes. Oh okay. well, I I I can't say that oh. I I I get it. Oh, my main. If I'm gonna have a breakfast. Probably oatmeal. All right, or or the parfait. Because I'm toasted bagel, lox, yeah. a little bit of cream cheese, tomato, and then uh, if I have it, onion. I don't know. How I always have onion in the house. <laughs> or you know, if I'm really bored. Uh, Not bland enough. Yeah, English muffin, nothing. Speaking of English muffins, and there are a number of texts corroborating this. I'm going to go to Mike. Uh, hi, Mike. Hi, Mike. Good morning, guys. Uh, all right, Mike. Hi, Mike. What do you want to share with us, bud? Yeah, so we actually came across them the other day, but uh, Thomas's now makes these giant English muffins that are essentially the size of a bagel. Yeah, uh, somebody was texting and saying they're like the size of a burger bun. Like you could make a yeah. burger on By an the way, English I've, muffin. I've used uh, English muffins as burger buns for years. Really? They're tremendous. No kidding. Yeah. Have you ever used a bagel as a burger bun? Yeah. No. I have. <laughs> You're going to say that just to prove your No, point. I have. Thanks, yeah. Mike. By the way, I do need to say, it's not that I don't like bagels. I just don't think they're as good as the top three there. You don't think they're as good as, as people make as them out to be? plain white bread? 
uncooked English muffins. <laughs> I have never Unleavened said that. Eat uncooked. By the way, they had a whole damn uh, uh, union dedicated to bagels. Did they have that for English muffins or toast? If you remember what Mr. Thomas did, yeah. he fled his town, didn't pay any of his bills, and came to the United States. So, yeah, and that's one of those commercials. He woke up the next morning and Mr. Thomas was gone. Mm. All that was left was a note that says he can all suck my ass. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm done. It's National Bagel Day on Sunday. Whatever. All right. Have okay. a bagel. Yeah. Uh, let us know when National English Muffin Day is. All right, so let's see here. All right, there's a, uh, a group, a food tech company uh, that is called One Third. And uh, they, uh, it was created to address the annual loss of one-third of all food produced due to spoilage. And they announced the release of technology that will allow growers, food distributors, grocers, and grocery store shoppers to predict the shelf life of fresh produce and minimize food waste. One-third's technology currently supports and predicts the shelf life of tomatoes, strawberries, blueberries, and avocados. What's their degree of accuracy? And will extend to a total of 10 types of produce, including grapes, bananas, mangoes, and raspberries by uh, later on this year. So they were at the CES. They were at the Consumer Electronics Show. And they have what's called a ripeness checker. It's designed uh, for use by grocery store shoppers. It allows them to quickly scan an avocado and get accurate information about when it's ready for consumption, so which is the great mystery. That is. When you're shopping for avocados, it sucks, man, because let's say you want to make um, some guacamole tonight. Yeah. And you go to the grocery store and you can't find one single avocado that is properly ripe. It's tough and because people take those immediately and then what's left are the slightly unripened ones and then you got to wait like three days before you can have your guacamole. I know. I get very snooty. I, like I, I a tomatoes a little bit overripe. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not digging it. You know what else? I well, it's Technically, but watermelon when watermelon has to be right in the sweet spot, yep. no pun intended, uh, or else it's just horrible. Uh, up to one-third of the food bought in, uh, brought to market annually is wasted at an estimated cost of $1 trillion. Wow. And almost half of it, 40%, <laughs> by the way, is fresh produce. Uh, produce has varying shelf life, can spoil within several days, and is tough to safeguard. At the same time, fresh produce is an invaluable part of a healthy diet and provides necessary nutrients that support longevity. So... Uh, the shelf life of produce is typically only known in hindsight when it's too late to address. And very few <laughs> safeguards are in place to combat w- food waste across uh, the food chain. So one-third provides uh, what they say is an inclusive system that combines AI in the form of proprietary algorithms with a near-infrared-based scanner, which makes it non-destructive and fast to determine the shelf life of produce. And I don't know exactly how it, it works. It means a robot comes out and squeezes the fruit. Uh, data is tracked via the cloud- today. cloud-based one-third dashboard that provides mm-hmm. data and insights. Knowing the shelf life of produce in real time enables stakeholders across the food supply chain to make immediate and dynamic decisions regarding the shipment and sale of produce. So they're also hoping that it will get the properly ripened uh Produce to your store yes, yeah. at the right time, so it will it could it will be at the uh, at the consumer level, but also at the corporate or the um, uh, industrial level as so, well. Yes, and for that reason, if you if you can determine how you're running you're running down the clock from the time that the produce is picked to the time it ends up in the produce section, yeah. and from there on, when the consumer buys it, how long they have to have it at its freshest uh, state, right? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. If I understand what I'm talking about, and I don't. By the way, National English Muffin Day is April 23rd. Uh, yeah, so that's a Hitler's birthday. So they do it. No, yeah, Hitler's birthday is the 20th. <laughs> All right, so another story. 
We were talking about the uh, uh, the egg prices here. Yes. In the Philippines, authorities have busted numerous smugglers attempting to bring in everyday staple food into the country. The item has become a hot commodity as domestic prices surge. And at markets in the Philippines, onions are more expensive wow. than meat, Whoa. costing over three times more than chicken. Onions uh, cost more than a daily minimum wage in the country. So are, is there like an onion black market? Uh, yes, there is. Huh. So wow. the Philippines now have the world's most expensive domestic onion prices. And Filipinos consume a lot of onions. On average, the nation consumes about 17,000 tons of onions monthly. At their strip clubs, they make it rain onions. Uh, however, <laughs> uh, onion de- recently, onion demand has greatly outpaced supply of the staple vegetable, sending prices soaring. Crop rate super t- tycoons, soaring global inflation, inaccurate crop projections, and local crises such as price manipulation have contributed to the raising onion prices. We had earlier this week a caller uh, who said that she got enraged, so angry <laughs> yeah. over an omelet with onions in it. Yep. And her story was so great, so I didn't jump in, but I feel the same way about onions. I really? I, yeah. If they're on some, especially if they're cooked, I can pull them out and I'm okay with it, but if there is an, a raw onion on something and I have to pull it off, it ruins my day. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> I love them. Hey. I do too. Yeah, uh, kind of especially like, on a burger. Like, Kathy, you know if, they're, if they're sautéed and worked into a recipe or yeah. anything like that? I, I'll pull she them out. She said you can take them out. I yeah, can take okay. those out. Like, that's not going to make me angry, but the raw onions make me angry. Because they're actually, once you cook them, they're very sweet. Right. Uh, they, they caramelize. They, oh, the sugars come out. Love that they're taste. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Love, it. Love it. Well, they're yeah. too strong for me when they're raw, but when they're cooked, I think it, again, back to the whole Mark texture thing. I think it's the texture. It's got kind of a, it, the cooked onions like that can have this kind of slimy yeah. uh, uh, sense to them. Uh, uh, sensation. <laughs> Kath, have you ever ha- tried a blooming onion? No. That's no. a human onion. Yeah, they're very healthy. <laughs> <laughs> they're like one of the worst yeah. calorically yeah. things yeah. in the In fact, no, like uh, they were the worst. Calorically, they were the highest. There was a survey of... Uh, you, you, it was years ago. Yeah, yeah. it's what Pass they hand, hand out to people when they finish marathons. <laughs> 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 yeah, onion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Take a go. bite. No, uh, like onion rings and stuff, Case? No. Nah, I don't like I onion like rings. Onion rings. Well, yeah. is, isn't a blooming onion just a big Essentially. onion Essentially. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same type of thing. It's with that Aussie spin. Breaded and fried onion. Okay. Uh, so, onions have become the hot commodity for smugglers. Uh, at the Port of Manila, Border Authority seized about $310,500 worth of smuggled onions hidden in containers labeled as clothing, plastic buckets, dish plates, and cat litter. They pulled over a guy with an onion stuffed up his ass. Uh, another shipment labeled as uh, udon noodles and frozen fish contained about $2.5 million worth of smuggled agricultural products, including onions. So... It's a big deal in the Philippines. I don't want to get into the onion thing. They consume <laughs> a lot of them. All right, uh, we have time for one more, I think, and then we got to move along. Let's go. Oh, man, there's so many good things. I mean, we, we, the, the bagel battle took up a lot of time, but I think we came to some good conclusions, and I think we grew. I, I, I always mention Shake Shack and the connoisseur, but they just keep doing great stuff. <laughs> Are you yeah. getting free shakes from Shake Shack? They're bringing two delicious custard shakes to locations nationwide for a limited time, and they have picked two of my favorite flavors. Pistachio? Right. Uh, no, but okay. that is Everything in favorites. Sesame. But these are stu- both really good. Dreamsicle shake oh. and tiramisu shake. Mm-hmm. Hello. What constitutes the dreamsicle? Oh. Uh, orange and cream. That's, oh my God. People love that. I've always hated that. Oh, I love it. Like oh. the orange Julius. 
Casey, Coors. Uh, oh, my God, Core Brothers. Core Brothers at the Shore. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ice cream. Yeah. Their signature one is is an orange and vanilla. Oh, is that their main thing? That's, that's their main thing. It's yeah. super popular. People it's, love it. Fantastic. Yeah. Do you get Jimmy's, Rainbow Jimmy's on it? I do not. I need it pure. I love it just the way it is. <laughs> Preston, I had a moment with uh, my son, Jace. Uh, remember when I told you when you eat, you make it look like it's so delicious? Yeah. He loves Shake Shack so much. Like, when we go by, he's like, Mom, can we please stop? So, you know, I stopped the other day. I, I got him. He ate that burger like it was the most delicious thing he has it. ever eaten in his life. Yeah. Kathy, I was at home. I forgot we were having something for dinner. It was a dish we made. It was good. And I'm so, I was doing the whole thing. I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. oh, it's so good. I can't help it. It's just it's this handshake. Was it corn? Yeah. <laughs> I know. Mm. There's a, uh, mm. a Shake Shack in, in King of Prussia by the movie theater, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I like yeah. that one, especially before a movie. Yeah. Is there one inside as well? Yes. There's, is there? Yeah, yeah. Yes. There's one inside. Two. Yeah. Nick, the only reason I know this is because that's the one I went to, and when you order on the app, it says inside the mall or oh, no outside kidding. the mall. Yeah. <laughs> and do they have one in the Wells Fargo Center now yep. as well? Okay. Yeah, and Citizens Bank. No kidding. All right. Yeah, and uh, there's one at Plymouth Meeting. And they're good for To them. be honest, I've never had a shake from Shake Shack. Oh, oh, they're thick. Yeah, oh, yeah they're good. Are you sad more... today? Maybe we should get yeah. one. <laughs> 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 and I keep farting. Uh, so... <laughs> well, that should make you happy. So the Dreamsicle shake features hand-spun vanilla and blood orange custard and whipped cream, while the tiramisu shake is made with tiramisu custard, notes of coffee, uh, mascarpone. Is that how you say that? Mascarpone. 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 Uh, and a later ladyfinger cookie Ooh. in it as well. Wow. That's pretty damn good. Hey, by the way, press if you um, read his water ice, I feel like that hands down, just the pure water ice by itself. The, the Florida orange is the best. Yeah. But if you love that creamsicle flavor, do it. Do a um, oh the uh, gelati, a, the gelati or the misto with that. Okay, oh, so good. All right, uh-huh. I'm on board. Is misto like a blizzard? No, well, it mixes uh, it mixes water, ice, and custard. Oh, okay. And then it's, they blend it. Their milkshake essentially. They have a they have a blizzard at uh, Rita's as well, but I forget what they call it. It's something. It's called something else. Oh yeah, yeah. Rizzard. Yeah. Is it a blendini? <laughs> that might blendini. be. It. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I like Rizzard. 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 <laughs> I like Rizzo. Yeah. This is a Rizzo. I'll take three. One, two. Okay. One, two. Yeah. Three. And a just can- me. Wow. <laughs> a Canugget. He's taking three for just him? Yeah, yeah. Wow. One, two, three. Just me. Uh, wow. You gonna eat you gonna drink them all in the car? You pig. I like to drink in the car. Yeah. All right, get away from I me. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> get away from me. I don't want an English muffin. <laughs> All right, I need you to stop talking. Thank you, Bill. We will. Uh, That's it for the connoisseur, but we thank you for uh, allowing us to have you salivate over these wonderful food dishes that we talk about on a Friday morning. All right, let's take a break because some bizarre file stories await you, my friend. I got some good ones today. Hang in there. We'll be back in just a moment. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. 
Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program and enjoy more services like unlimited free delivery on all your grocery needs. More exclusive perks like 5% off every day on your favorite O organic or open nature items across the stores and more rewards that never expire. And now enjoy a limited time offer and save up to $5 per pickup order with a Fresh Pass subscription. Start your 30-day free trial today. Visit acmemarkets.com slash freshpass for program details. Service available on select areas. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, it is indeed Friday, and before we do the bizarre file, we are required to play your Friday song from Froggy. So here we go. To the weekend. Uh, before we do the bizarre file, because I'll forget to do this, uh, but on our YouTube streaming, yes, uh, a lot of people uh, tune in and comment. Uh, and uh, Kyle ran a poll of your favorite breakfast breads, <laughs> oh. and I have the results here. Ooh, okay, okay. So fifty five percent said bagel, twenty two percent said croissant. croissant. Yeah. Totally yeah. Forgot about that. Didn't yeah. even touch on. What are you ahaing about? Uh, you know that makes. <laughs> That's what I didn't mention. Yeah, yeah. Twenty-two percent. Yeah. So fifty-five for bagel. Twenty-two for croissant. English muffin. Sixteen percent. Toast. Six percent. Mm. So the people have spoken. But now ah! my my top three is different because I completely forgot. You're about too croissant. fickle when it comes to bread. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, now we have the bizarre file. No. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre. bizarre. All right, replace your aging heating and cooling system with a new one from Horizon Services. Have it installed as soon as the next day. Put zero down, have zero payments till 2024. Book fast at horizonezbook.com. All right, uh, a lot can happen while making a delivery for Amazon. A driver can be caught in traffic. They can be expected to carry heavy items or in the case of a TikTok chooser named Charles... They can even accidentally fall into a customer's septic tank. In a video that has over 7 million views, Charles claims he was walking past a hole on a customer's property when the ground collapsed below him, causing him to tumble into their septic tank. Well, people don't realize when your septic tank starts to go, a, a lot of times the ground around it, the surface ground, will get very fragile. So he said, I'm like six feet down, and I tried using these roots around me to get out, and they just pulled more dirt in on me. It's a, a clip of him standing in the hole. Like, he's yeah. making this video while he's in the hole. Can someone come here and murder me? Uh, Charles clarifies that he only began recording the videos after calling the proper authorities and attempting to get out of the hole himself. He also claims that he only posted the videos after he had safely exited the hole. In the text overlaying the video, he calls what happened a crappy situation. <laughs> uh, Charles then posted a second video from his time in the septic tank. He says... Uh, I'm back in now. ...that his rabbit, the device at Amazon Amazon uses to track deliveries fell into the tank. He said, I'm not digging for it. The rabbit's gone. Jesus. Hopefully they don't make me finish my route. In the third video, Charles reveals 
he actually did, in fact, finish his route. He said, I guess I'm too nice. Amazon sent another driver to take 50 packages from him, which gave him time to go home, change, and shower, shower before heading out to complete his deliveries. There's no effing way. He also claims that the city sent the fire department, police, an ambulance, and a helicopter to remedy the issue. Yeah, he's right by a discharge pipe. Uh, he was eventually able to escape using a ladder provided by the fire department. But the dude dusted himself off. Uh-huh. Went back out and finished his route. Fortunately, there was plenty of corn to eat. Uh, <laughs> police have identified the, listen to this, badly burned body that was discovered January 2nd in, and I repeat, in a large banyan tree in uh, Hilo, Hawaii. Uh, the victim has been identified as 59-year-old Deborah Ann Humalu. Uh, and autopsy performed last week showed no signs of non-fire-related trauma. An incinerated corpse up in a tree? Inside a Inside tree. Not up a tree. tree. In a tree. Uh, the final autopsy, autopsy results are pending toxicology and additional forensic testing. Shortly before 11.30 a.m. on January 2nd, the Hawaii Fire Department responded to uh, the report of a large banyan tree on fire. Was, is it possible it was a dead Keebler elf? I don't know. Upon uh, extinguishing the blaze, fire personnel discovered the charred human remains with an opening at the base of the tree and immediately alerted police. It's crazy. Police canvassed the area and interviewed numerous beachgoers. However, no one reported hearing any type of disturbance prior to the witnessing uh, to prior to witnessing the smoke and flames coming from within the tree. Never heard of that one before. That's pretty strange. Banyan trees are cool. Yeah. Listen to this one. A Rainbow Six Siege player got the fright of his life recently when his house was raided by police after uh, calling 911 by mistake. Rainbow Six, the video game. That is correct. Yeah, yeah. Yes. The incident occurred after the player, known only as Elijah, butt-dialed emergency services while he was playing a round of Rainbow Six Siege at his oh, home. No. Police officers were dispatched to his residence after a 911 operator overheard him saying, I killed two people. Oh, my <laughs> Unbeknownst to the operator, Elijah was actually making a harmless comment to his teammates via voice chat. Barely two minutes after Elijah confessed to a double homicide, several police officers showed up at his front porch and the entire incident was captured on camera, by the way. Needless to say, Elijah looked visibly stunned when he answered the front door. His bizarre story was shared by his friend on Twitter, much to the bewilderment and amusement of Netsians. Elijah's misfortune is reminiscent of those who've suffered by uh, swatting. Swatting, which can and has gotten people killed. An illegal offense where people call in fake reports to police. But in Elijah's case, some Netsians said that the police actually responded appropriately to a potentially life-threatening situation. So he's just playing his game, and all of a sudden there's a knock at the door, and it's SWAT police ready to go. A judge, here's a follow-up story, has ruled that GEICO does not have to pay a Missouri woman $5.2 million despite her claims that she contracted a sexually transmitted disease while inside a car insured by the company. Remember this? Yes. The case made its way to the Missouri Supreme Court on Tuesday, which ruled unanimously to overturn a ruling from a lower court that sided with the woman being paid by the company. What's this? Button on the dashboard that says syphilis. Uh, the woman in the case is identified in court documents as M.O. or Mo, I guess. Uh, she claims that while having sex in 2017 with a male partner inside of his 2015 Honda Gen- uh, Hyundai Genesis, uh, she contracted human papillomavirus. Papillomavirus. Uh, a, co- a complaint claims the car was covered by a Geico insurance plan at the time the two had sex. Yeah. It also says that because the man knew that he had the disease and didn't tell her, he and his insurance were liable. 
Four years after the woman contracted the virus in February 2021, she alerted the insurance company she was pursuing legal action against the man asking for a million dollars. According to the complaint, she claimed that the car insurance policy should should cover her injuries and financial troubles being that the virus was contracted in the car. However, Geico did not accept this settlement offer saying that the car was not the typical use was not in its typical use when she contracted yes, HPV, the documents say. So it's insane. The Supreme Court of Missouri decided to not have them pay out the money. And then finally, uh, we'll end with this. I'm sure we've all heard ourselves doing a routine task. Well, this Missouri father of four feels your pain. Joel Hendrick uh, took up pickleball a few years ago and even won tournaments with his brother. But in November, uh, in November of last year, the unexpected happened. The 35-year-old father of four tore his neck artery oh God. just by turning his head what? while playing pickleball yeah he was following the ball and boom it tore his a neck artery he said i felt a pop i felt a pop in the back of my neck about two minutes after it happened jesus i was having to be helped over to the bench with support because i couldn't stand on my own at all Whoa. in addition to the torn artery uh hendrick suffered three strokes as a uh as a result, he's only... possible this guy was he? What, 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 what kind of shape was he in? He's thirty-five years old. He's in fine shape. Uh, fortunately, it looks like the dad will make a full recovery, and he vows to continue playing. It was just like this freak uh, thing, you know, like uh, uh, like getting hit, you know, right, in, right. in the heart at the wrong time. Uh, and it's so, insane for pickleball. Yeah, just turned his head, and that happened. So it's there... like breaking your leg while dancing to Madonna. There yeah. you go. Mm-hmm. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. All right, we have a break to take. We're going to do that very thing. Don't forget our word of the week prize. We give that away today at the end of the program. So hang out with us if you will, please. We'll be come back, coming back in a moment. Red hot chili peppers. Nickelback. Metallica. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WNMR. Uh, we had a story in the bizarre file of a guy who was delivering for Amazon, walking through uh, someone's yard, and he fell through a hole into a septic tank. Uh, was in there for a while. They eventually got him out. Uh, and then... You would think that would be enough for the day. I'm, I'm off for the day. He <laughs> goes home, showers, gets back in his truck, and finished his round, uh, which is unbelievable. So I, I thought it might be an opportunity uh, to hear some stories of people who, f- damn it, I finished the job. I got I got it done. This happened to me, but I finished the job anyway. I yeah. went ahead and did it. Um, 215-263-WMMR. Maybe something traumatic happened or I don't know, something weird, whatever it was. I'm sure there's some stories that exist. I really don't have any myself. Where you just, yeah, you have that incredible work ethic. I mean, I mean well, almost anyone who's sane tells you not to continue and you do anyway. I've pulled doubles and yeah, stuff I've done like that. that but, yeah. but that's a, that's a little bit different. I, this is way different, but I, I basically played an entire baseball game with a broken wrist. I broke a wrist oh. in the first inning and, uh, and I continued and I went to three with a broken wrist did you sense that you had a broken wrist oh man it was it hurts so bad but the problem was steve we there were only 10 guys on our team and if i came out this other guy was going to go in i didn't really care for that guy that that much uh as a player as a person i thought he was fine but i was like i can't have him play for me and so i ended up playing with the broken wrist and I, i probably did more damage i ended up having to with a wrist 
have a cast all the way basically up to my shoulder uh, because I had kept it up so bad. My dad played two full college football seasons with two broken wrists. Uh. What? <laughs> Yeah, and I, I, I think he. It was a while before he figured out they were actually broken. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But they casted him up, and he played anyway. They made, they made him different back then. Uh, yeah, they yeah, did yeah. make him different. Yes, they did. And that was Iron Man football. He played. Yeah. He played uh, naked offense and defense and naked. <laughs> naked. Right. Uh, which is crazy. Yeah, it was a no a, pads. A, no a league that they did. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the dog on that quarterback. Uh, <laughs> let me see. I'm going to go do some calls. Uh, I've got uh, Sam on the phone. Hey, Sam. Good morning. Good morning, Gadzooks. to you, Sam. What's up? Um, so I have recently had a work trip uh, out to Seattle for a conference, and my first night there, my boss took us out to dinner, recommended the restaurant, recommended the dish I ordered, and I got food poisoning. Oh, oh no. God, that's the worst. So I got about two hours of sleep that night, and then the next day we had conferences all day, and then we had to entertain. We were hosting a... <laughs> Like a happy hour for our clients and potential clients, and I had to rally and pound drinks and make it work and stayed up till about 6 a.m. You've okay, so you ended up tearing it up after all that. Oh, yeah, like that's I, insane. I literally, I was taking shots, I kid you not, of Pepto Bismol and apple cider vinegar. Oh, my god. Before we went out, and I was like, "All right, I guess just get me an espresso martini." And I'm like staring at the food that I know I can't eat. I'm just like, "All right, I guess this is what we're doing." Tim, I don't know what you. God. I mean, you, you, you know, you had you, both times. I've had food poisoning twice, and both times I wanted to sure. die. I was incapacitated. I, I I couldn't move. I had to guzzle Pedialyte. Uh, I don't know how you did it. I literally, and I said to my boss, I said, look, I complain about everything. I said, but at the end of the day, who gets the job done? I was like, I'm, I rally. There you go. Wow. Yeah. Yes. You get the award. Thank you, Sam. Chris, I, I have to disagree with you. You have, like, you've worked with MRSA. Oh, I remember, yeah. I, I mean, you were hunched over. There yeah. was, there was a, in the old studio, I remember, clearly remember, there was yeah. a pillow up on a the pillow. counter. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because it was under my armpit, this uh, this thing. This Pit huge, is the worst. Oh, my God. It was it was extremely painful, this, this uh, uh, infected area. And while we did the show, I held a pillow up and, and, uh, and put it under my arm because yeah. uh, it was painful just to have my arm resting. Uh, but yeah, that was a few days. I was really, really sick. You're and right. I, I, I never missed work over that. Yeah. Two uh, camp out for hungers ago. Oh my god! Literally oh my god, the- laid down on the floor in between <laughs> breaks because you were so sick. I was horrible. Yeah, I guess it, it's not the same. But I, I, I scheduled. I only missed two days for for prostate, prostate cancer. Yeah. cancer. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I punched it right up against the vacation. But I'm like, oh, let me put it that. D- does that make me your hero? Yes. Yeah, of course it, it does. does. <laughs> no, 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 no. But I mean, because I had a vacation right up against it, so, so it's not like fully playing hurt. Um, here's another one. It says, uh, shot a nail through my index finger. Oh, no, no, no. Finished the job with it stuck in my finger. Oh, Jesus. That's from uh, oh another God. Sam who emailed, texted in. That food, back to the girl that went to work or whatever and ate and drank after having food poisoning. I don't, it's. How do you do that? I don't know. Like Steve said, the times that I've had it were, I mean, it's. It was the worst sickness I've ever had. It wasn't the the longest. Like COVID was the was long, powerful. and I, I got the pneumonia and right. all of it. But w- worse, like in bed, couldn't move, couldn't even open my eyes. Was sick. Was a uh, so food Kathy, poisoning. That was the time. The the first time, which is in Mystic, Connecticut, undercooked chicken. 
Uh-huh. I they gave me morphine and I slept for two days. Oh my god, morphine! Yeah, I felt like I could yeah. add morphine. So we're gonna go to this story. This guy, uh, if you're just tuning in, fell into a septic tank and uh, went home, showered off, and finished his route. Uh, but we're gonna go to Chris. Hey, Chris. Good morning. Uh, yeah. What's up, Chris? I was over for that. Uh, (laughs) I won't say what car dealership I was at, but I used to do a lot of automotive equipment uh, installation and stuff, but we were installing a new um, smart lift. The hole itself is about two and a half feet wide, Mm. eight feet long, and 11 feet deep. Oh, my God. Okay. I was was down inside. We didn't have any shoring in the hole, and yes, we should have. You know, if OSHA came in, they probably would have had a problem. But I was down inside the hole, and I noticed the wall looked like it was uh, starting to cave in. Oh, no. So I'm raking. You know, I'm I'm trying to rake and square the corners off because we don't do plumber holes. And all of a sudden, the hole literally started coming in at me. I had my one leg and both hands up against one side of the hole and my back against the other. And I'm screaming at the operator who's sitting in the backhoe to drop the bucket down. And literally, he drops the bucket down, rips me up, and right as the hole collapses and caves in. And he then he dangles me over the hole. And I'm screaming at the boom over, boom over. <laughs> And oh man, that was close, dude. That's amazing. So you were kind of you were holding it together. I, no, he he dropped the bucket down, and I grabbed oh uh, the teeth on the bucket, and he pulled me out just as the hole collapsed. That's crazy. And then dangled me over it, dude. There was a volunteer firefighter who was a mechanic working at that shop at the time. Yeah, he said flat out that was the closest he's ever seen anybody coming to die. Yeah, that was yeah, the, you that would have been certain death. Oh my yep. God, Chris. That's insane. And then right. you finished. We'll be finished the job, though. So you, you kept working for the day. <laughs> I don't know how you wouldn't yep. be, because that would have been the, the, the come-to-Jesus moment where you're like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, it was, I'm not going to lie, it was, uh, I've been in sketchy situations, that's probably the the, the hardest my heart's ever been. Oh, my God, that's yeah. insane. Right. So somebody, in fact, they just had, what is it, Allentown, they had the uh, the collapse on the two yeah. workers. Yeah, yeah. And they got them yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. All right, so, uh, thanks I for the story. I love you guys, thank you. Thank love you, you Chris. Man. Take care. Uh, here's a text that says, hey, guys. Uh, my intestines perforated, oh. and I went to work, drove home, and then to the hospital. Oh my god! Uh, they they finished the day, so maybe a lot of that also a lot of that you, you benefit by blissful ignorance. Like it, you you sometimes don't know how bad it is. That's happened. You can it, die. Yeah, you can die with perforated. Yep. Uh, intestines. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, let me go next to Ashlyn. Uh, Ashlyn, good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, Ashlyn? So I'm a chef at a um, at a country club, and so one day I, there was a lot of orders. I was doing salmon with some skin. Uh-huh. I gave myself on my right hand a second, a deep second degree, almost third degree burn, wow. like covered my whole hand. Oh my! God. I ended up finishing the shift out on saute. I texted my mom, who's a CAT scan tech, and was like, does this look right to you? She said, um, all right, let me call the burn doctor. I didn't hear anything, so I, like, wrapped it up, went to work the next day. Halfway through the shift, she was like, you need to get to the hospital. The burn doctor said, you're done. I had to get that thing scrubbed, and it hurt. And that night, people are complimenting the mystery ingredient. Yeah, the secret sauce. <laughs> the human flesh. It's like Parmesan cheese. This is delicious. Uh, wow. Ashton, do you still have a scar from that? 
Yeah, I actually have multiple scars, but yeah, on my hand, you can see it's discoloration because they were like, oh, put some sunscreen on it. You'll get color. I said, no, nah, this is a battle wound. Y'all, I need to keep this. No, especially in your line of work. You got to show yeah. you, you have the, uh, you'll excuse the pun, chops to do what you do. That's pretty wow. amazing. All right. Thank you, Ashland. Yes, you continued on, finished the job, came back the next day, and they were like, no, I don't think so. Uh, I will go to Stu next. Hey, Stu, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, what's up, buddy? Hey, so uh, back in the day, I was a roofer and uh, used to use staples and not nails. And then uh, I slipped on the roof and I stapled my foot to the roof with my big toe. Oh, my God. God. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> Listen to that laugh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it was so stuck that I couldn't get it off. Uh-huh. So I had to borrow a pry bar from one of the other guys and pry my toe off the roof. Stu, let me, let me ask you. So obviously, you know, we know like a nail gun. So how big were those staples? Oh, uh, like inch and a half, inch and three quarters. All right, that big. Yeah. 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 Uh, so then, so you were able to pry it off? Yeah, I pried it off, and then I climbed down the ladder, and then there was, like, all these masons, and they're like, what are you going to do, man? I'm like, well, I'm going to grab uh, some vice grips. And I, I stepped on my foot with my other foot, and I pulled the staple out, oh and they were all like... <laughs> They were all, like, dying. They are like, you're going to go to the hospital? I'm like, no, man, I'm going back to work. Wow. Jesus. And you finished the day. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's but like... I didn't take my shoe off till later because I just didn't want to know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Forget like it. Me, me this Thanks, morning it reminds me, I uh, I forgot to set my coffee timer last night. I still came in to work this morning. Oh, my are, you, are you all right? I'm, uh, yeah. I'm barely okay, but all I'm right. here. Yeah. I love that about you. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go next to. <laughs> That's why he was so sad. Yeah. We're going to go next to Randy. Hey, Randy. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Great. What's up, Randy? Well, a very long time ago, I was framing a house on the second floor, and a nail gun bounced off the end of the partition on the floor I was framing, and it shot into my hand. Oh, my God. Don't they have safeties? In my left hand. Well, it caught the edge of the partition, and just enough of it compressed the safety. Oh, my God. And it shoots right into my left hand. Oh, my God. Well, my helper was on the first floor. I go to over where the ladder was. He's coming up the ladder to help me, and he sees the nail sticking out of my hand, and he passes out and falls <laughs> out. <laughs> he fell off? Oh, he fainted. I wonder. No, that would be me. Uh huh. Nail in my hand. Yeah. He's on the floor, passed out on the first floor, and I have no ladder to get down. I had to crawl <laughs> down the framing. Oh my god! With the nail in your hand, you had to climb down the framing. What's that? You had to climb down the framing. The ladder was. <laughs> you were stuck up there. Well, first I had to pull the three-inch nail out of my hand. My oh mouth. my god! Oh my god! Oh. And then. Uh, and shimmied down the framing, picked him up, put him in the truck, took him to the hospital. Yeah. They let they he stayed at the hospital. I went back and finished the day. <laughs> and finished oh, the, the guy who reacted oh, to your accident had to stay in the hospital while you went back and finished the job. Wow. And then the kid took three days off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jesus. Randy. Thanks, man. You're an Iron Man. You're a trooper. Do you think uh, so? Like in, in Lethal Weapon, was it two with the uh, the nail gun? We see somebody or. In Casino Royale, yeah. Could you? Uh, how? Well, yeah. I mean, depending I mean, on where you right? shoot it, yeah. like you know, he shot it. I think into the guy's head and, and, yeah. your question, and heart. Could you do what with the nail gun? Is is it is it? Uh, uh, you know, how how far in would it go if you got? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Going yeah. Through wood? We had right. uh, we had a concrete nail gun. When oh, my dad okay. was uh, actually. This is the off topic a bit, but um, the way they used to make nail guns, I yeah. kid you not. And this is when we, my dad was finishing the basement. 
There was a a twenty two caliber I, shell. I remember that that you yeah. would put in it, and it didn't have a projectile yeah. in it. But well, the projectile essentially was a nail. Yeah, and so it was this. It was a, a shaft looking thing uh, with a handle on it, and you would take a regular hammer and you would hit it, and it would go. Bang! It would it would explode, uh-huh. <laughs> and that's how you would drive those things into concrete. It was crazy. And has that changed? Yes, uh, yes. Well, yes. Don't yes. Use that anymore? Yeah. Now, now they, they use they air pressure, use compressed air. Oh wow! But it was literally it was gunpowder. <laughs> oh my god! And it was hilarious because you'd hit that thing, and it was like somebody shooting a gun inside your house. You had to wow. wear you know hearing protection and everything. Because you know you see like. A, you know, shooting and and, and the, the nails going in. I was like, yeah. I mean, if you have that many perforations, if you get it in the in the heart or whatever, yep. but yeah. Uh, let me go. This one's pretty wild about finishing the day after a, a tough day at work. I'll go to Craig. Hey, Craig. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> Dramatic pause and a huh. Craig, what's up, bud? So a few years back, I used to work in the cell phone industry and I worked at a store in Havertown and a guy walked in. It was a cold day. I remember it like it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. He had a, a mask on. It was, he had a hood up over his head. He walked in like he needed help with his cell phone. He walked up to the counter and he pulled a gun out. Jeez. Made me lay on the floor and tied me up with duct tape. Oh my gosh. And he stole a bunch of iPhones. Okay. And you know, I broke out of the duct tape eventually after I, I, Felt like he left. Right. Called 911. The entire police force comes out. There's guys with guns all over the place. Um, long story short, I ended up finishing my shift. Okay. <laughs> wow. You know, you'd think like a they manager would come in. Listen, you've had it. Listen, go home and, and, and just take the rest. Take a couple of days. Yeah. You my, finish the shift. My boss came, you know, to see if everybody was okay, and he never even offered oh to my, let me go home. Oh, my God. Listen, here's a free phone case. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God, That's Craig. That's insane. That's crazy. Uh, a lot of people texting in, Preston, about the nail guns. Oh, really? All right, they thanks, still ben. use them. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So for concrete nail guns. Okay. They, they have 22. They also have 27 caliber. So <laughs> it's uh, it, that method is still in use. Yeah, Chuck just came in and said that I think it's called a ram set. Yes. I had yeah. no idea. I thought it was kind of antiquated now that they have the uh, uh, compressed air. That's so wild. So I was doing work with concrete and sinking um, hooks into concrete and use a, that impact drill, you know, um, yeah. which is pretty cool. So I, I figured that would have replaced the old uh, compressor. I thought, I thought that was a thing of the past as well. <laughs> I will go next to... We need to do that on the air. <laughs> Kristen. Hey, Kristen, good morning. Hi, uh, Krista. Oh, what's hey, Krista. hey, Krista, what's up? Like the jewelry. <laughs> yes, like the jewelry. <laughs> but I'm not so easy. <laughs> uh, what's your story, Krista? <laughs> I started working when I was uh, 13, and it was at, like, a small pet store in one of the big chains. And one of my jobs was to clean the aquariums. So I'm cleaning the lionfish cage, and it just brushes my hands. Like, I didn't think anything of it. So, like, 30 minutes later, I'm, like, blown up like a balloon. I didn't know what to do. I'm only 13. My boss is, like, freaking out. Didn't know what happened. They're very um, toxic. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. They didn't tell me. They Ugh. just told me to clean the, the Oh, my experience. God. My boss is only in his 20s, so he took me Now, you might want years. to be careful because those things might kill you yeah. while you're in If there. you just gently brush against them, they'll cause you to heave up and die. Wow. Great. Yeah. My mom goes to pick me up at eight. I'm not at work. She's freaking out. Nobody called her to let her know that I'm in the hospital with like anaphylactic shock. You know. That's crazy. Uh, did you go back? 
Did you go back to work I after did. that? Yeah, I did. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Come on! That's a good one. How does the boss not step in and say, take a take a little yeah. while. Let All me right. get you lunch. Thank I'll buy you an English muffin. Thank you, Krista. Uh, let's see. There's a Man, there's a lot of good ones here. Yeah, okay. This one I got to go to. Uh, we have Kevin on the phone line. Hey, Kevin, good morning. Hey, guys. What's the word? Oh, oh no. 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 Yeah, we're not. Everybody's about the bed. It's been a while. It has been a while. Not long enough. It has been a while. What's up, Kevin? All right. So back in high school, I worked at a pizza shop, and I used to work right after school. So I worked that shift, got done, thought I was done work, met up with a bunch of my friends in the parking lot, and we decided to eat a bunch of psychedelic mushrooms. All right. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Why not? So we're hanging out in the parking lot. My boss comes out, and I had to go back in and go to work to cover somebody else's shift. Oh, man. So you were tripping on mushrooms while you're working? Let me tell you, I had the time of my life. (laughs) Seahorses forever. I'm sorry. Absolutely insane. Uh, So, all right. So what what all did you have to do? Were you just making pizzas? Yeah. Yeah. I was just, I was at the pizza station. I was kneading the dough and playing with the dough. (laughs) Let me ask you. Everybody that's ordering mushrooms on their pizzas, I'm having fun putting the mushrooms all over. (laughs) (laughs) Are you you absolutely certain you were making pizza? (laughs) I'm sorry? Because, I mean, how, that's potent stuff, is it not? Yeah, yeah, it, it, it kind of was. But, well, let you me know. ask you, how much did you eat? Did you eat like a half eighth? Did you eat a full eighth? What? Yeah, how much? It was, a, it was a couple, couple caps, couple stems. <laughs> oh <my> okay, <laughs> right, and you had done it to kind of know what to expect. So, yeah, but yeah, still. Absolutely. I looked at it as it was going to be more of a good time than anything. <laughs> a little bit of an adventure. Best pizza time ever. That's great, Kevin. Ever. You're a trooper, buddy. Nice job. <laughs> pizza. Yeah. Pizza party. It's a pizza party. Oh, my God. <laughs> that must have been him. I forgot about that. Hey, pizza. Oh, my goodness. Uh, let's see. Teresa's been on hold for a long time. Let me go to her. Hi, Teresa. Good morning. Hey, guys. First time, long time. How's it going? Oh, awesome. Thanks for coming on, Teresa. It's going well. What's your story? So I'm a PA in urgent care, and um, never a good sign in medicine when you hear someone yell, we need help out here. So I quickly run out to the waiting room, and there's some guy slumped over, unconscious. So I start sternal rubbing him, trying to wake him up, and then I feel something warm on my foot. And I had put off wearing Crocs for years because I was like, these things are so dorky. I'm not wearing them. But then all my coworkers were like, you got to wear Crocs. They're so comfortable after 12-hour shifts. You got to get a pair. Maybe my second day wearing Crocs, and I get pissed on my socks. So- oh, <laughs> the dude was pissing on your feet? Oh, my God. And this was in the morning. This was in the a.m. So I had to spend the rest of my 12-hour shifts. In a pee sock. In a pee sock. I would have went home. Long story short, I have a spare pair of socks with me all the time, and I still wear the crop. You oh, know what, Teresa? Great. I think you would have been well within your rights to go into one of the patients in a coma and steal their socks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Teresa. She continued Jeez. on. Not quite falling into a septic tank. But pretty yeah. good. Uh, this one. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got <laughs> to go to Chris. Hi, Chris. Good morning. Hey, how you doing? Good. All right, Chris, you had a moment at work where something something bad happened, and yet you finished your shift. What was it? Right. Well, first of all, I believe that the uh, hammerwood explosion uh, got moved right to the top of the, lot, the line there. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, 
So uh, a few years ago, I was doing side jobs. The kids are little. I'm looking to pick up money. Yep. And I used to do floors for people. So we, we hook up with this this one person, friend of my wife's, pretty hot-looking, you know, uh, soccer mommy there. Yeah. And I'm over there putting the floor down. I had a system. I get there in the, in the day before, tear it out. So Saturday rolls around. I level everything out. I'm putting the mastic down. I was I was a fat shorts guy, winter guy. I get a word of khaki shorts doing the job. Okay. Now, I've been battling hemorrhoids for years, okay? Right. So. <laughs> what a catch. I'm, I'm going, yeah, I'm going to town. No big deal, right? About 5 o'clock in the afternoon, I'm I'm, I'm rounding third, getting ready to come home. <laughs> and I feel something wet all over my back. I look back, and I am saturated with blood. Everywhere. Oh, blood, my God. blood everywhere. Oh, my right? God. So I was, I was, I was, it didn't hurt or anything like that, but I was embarrassed. Like, you know, you don't want to be walking around with your, you know, your asshole full of blood. Of course not. I think so. I think most people would. I would understand. I mean, at least, at least you would think twice while leaving with that going on, right? Well, well, these, uh, uh, the house I was working in was a row house, right, right, right around the corner from Washington High School. And it's like, it's like a cartoon background. Every house looks the same. Yeah, you know, yeah. some about 10, 10 houses up. And I, and I said to this lady, I said, you know, I can't remember her name. I said, uh, do you have a, uh, a basement door? I got to get something out of my car. Yeah. She said, oh, yeah, go. So I went like backed out and I ran to the car and had to drive home standing up. Thank God I was only like, like six blocks away. Right. I got to drive home, basically standing up in, in my Monte Carlo. I get home. The kids are all it's like, sorry. The kids are all like the three little kids, like little babies eating ice cream. Hey, hey, daddy, here's daddy. I walk in. They see the blood. They go ballistic. Oh my god, what happened to daddy? You know what I mean? So I quick go home, and I, uh, I, 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 you know, of course you're not going to lose the khakis. I had to put them in a bucket. You know? Sure, yeah. And then I uh, the got changed, ran back there. Right now, this lady had this dog. This cute little dog, right? <laughs> so I get back, and now now I feel good. I had to get back because the mastic was setting up on the tile. Yeah. So I get there. I walk up the front door, and the dog comes up to me, and he starts barking. Okay. I'm like, hey, little guy. You know, I've been here all day, right? I look up. I walked into the wrong house. Wrong house. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, wow. So you so two guys sitting there eating dinner. It was like it, it must have had, like, the, the same litter, these dogs. You know what I mean? Like, two doors down. Yeah. And, um. I walked in. I'm like, hey, little dog. And I'm laughing. Uh, I look up, and these two guys are sitting there. I'm like, man, this is, this is, these guys are going to kill me. I, I thought, like, you know, there was, like, guns out in the, the coffee table. You know what I mean? Like, you start saying things. You know what I mean? Right. So, I don't know what to do. I just laugh. I just said, look, man, I'm really sorry, man. I'm really sorry. Uh, what a great day. Hey, let me ask you. When, when a hemorrhoid explodes, does it smell? Oh, no. Okay. No. 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 All right. But, uh... It's uh, that's the only thing that's not good. That's the only thing good. And that is good. Is there's yeah. no odor? Oh my god! So your ass explodes on the job, and you go back to work. Uh, yeah, look, this happened before. This this was the all time greatest because I walked into the wrong house. These guys were going to kill me. Then I finally walk into the right house, and she says to me, "Did you just walk into my neighbor's house?" And, yeah, you know. So yeah, I did. You know, she was a hottie too. I can't remember what her name was. Well, it, they always say the quickest way to a woman's heart is through a detonating hemorrhoid. Wow. What's that? <laughs> Don't worry about it, Chris. Good. All right, thanks for the call, bud. We appreciate it. An God exploded hemorrhoid. And did I hear correctly? I've never heard of an exploding hemorrhoid before. Did he have had that happen before? That's yeah, yeah that was he the said. worst of them. That was the worst yeah. of them. He said he's battled uh, hemorrhoids all his life, which yeah. uh, he's losing. Suck. Yeah, wow. It's a great story, though. Wow. All right, uh, let me see. We got to wrap up, Case? Yeah. All right, let me get, let me get one, last one more. All right, and man, <laughs> uh-huh. there's a number of them. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Okay, yeah, let me go to Jeff. This will be our last call. Hi, Jeff. Good morning. Hi, Jeff. Hey, 
Hey, Jeff, what's up, bud? <laughs> hey, Durka Durka. Durka Durka. All right, you got a story, pal? So, yeah, so I used to work at a place that builds boat trailers uh, right, out of, like, right out of high school. So I'm in like my, like, I'm like 19, maybe 20 at the time. Yeah. And it did actually happen to me. It happened to a coworker, but I watched the whole thing happen. Yeah. So when you, when you stack the trailers to be shipped out, you have to put, you know, blocks of wood so the frames don't touch, you get scratched up and everything. My coworker's cutting out a knot, for, in, you know, for in a block of wood, like a two-by-four. He's wearing gloves. <clears throat> runs the, runs the two-by-four into the saw. The thing grabs the tip of his glove oh. and drags his whole hand Drag his whole hand in. Oh, my gosh. Oh, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. You can't say that, Jeff. You're thinking, oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No problem. Right. Uh-huh. And, you know, I'm like, oh, my God, he just chopped his fingers off. Yeah. So this guy grabs his hand, pulls, you know, ow, you know, runs to the bathroom, wraps it, you know, washes his hand off, wraps it up in paper towels, comes back out, smokes a cigarette, and starts working again. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Did he? What the heck did I know. see? Did he, in fact, lose any? Uh, he, did he, he lose a finger? I guess not. No, uh, it actually it took a big chunk out of his thumb, oh. and and ripped up his uh, index and middle finger to the point where he needed stitches. Yeah, and but, and you, know, you got to go to the hospital. By the way, yes, when when you need he stitches, wrapped in it, wrapped in a rag and, a, and paper towels, and he starts working. So the boss comes over, sees the blood everywhere, and he's like, dude, die. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Yep. You know? Yeah, well, that's oh it's insane. That's crazy. I'm like, what the heck did I just see? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they always say right. if you have an injury like that, first, right, you wrap Thanks, it in a paper Jeff. towel and wait a couple hours. Yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. wait a day yeah. or two. Yeah. 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 Thank you, Jeff, by the way. No, you got it. You need to get stitches soon. I found out I'd, I'd cut a, a bad cut on my foot, yeah, and, yeah. and I waited till the next day. I didn't want to go to the hospital, which is stupid. I was drunk. <laughs> uh, and uh, and the next day, I went to the hospital. like, can't stitch it up now. What? It was too late? Waited too long. Oh, yep, man. Waited too long. And I had to let that thing heal from the inside out. <sighs> yeah, it tough. took a long time. I had, like, had to use crutches because it, so, it was hard to put weight on my foot. And did you also know that if you break open that stitch, they can't restitch it? I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah. Look at all the stuff we're learning. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for your calls. This all stemmed from a guy who was delivering for Amazon, and he fell through the ground into a septic tank. <laughs> they got him out eventually, went home, showered up, finished his shift, played hurt. <sighs> made it's it amazing. Yep. It's amazing. All right. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in uh, just a moment. Don't forget a little bit later on. Lesson, question, trash, music, news, that stuff. Word of the week prize. We give it away today. Stay put. We'll be back in just a moment. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. Everyone loves a smart investment, and there is no better place to put your money right now than in your home. And Window Nation has the perfect offer for anyone with a home at least 20 years old. Protect and increase the value of your home and energy efficiency by installing new windows from Window Nation. Window Nation is making it insanely easy to do so with 0% interest for five years. Plus, Window Nation will give you two windows free with every two you purchase. 866-90-NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them Preston and Steve sent you. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 
By the way, going up to like 55, I should say, not going up to 55. It's It was at 55 degrees. It is now, as the day goes on, we're going to be cooling off. Uh, so we topped out at 55 already. But by the time we get to like 2, 3 o'clock this afternoon, it's going to be about 50 degrees. Um, and we might get some rain. It's looking kind of crappy out right now. It does look crappy, but tomorrow. It's windy, too. W- originally, Saturday was supposed to be sort of rained out, and that's not the case anymore. No, partly cloudy, 40 degrees, sunshine on Sunday, high of about 45. So that's where we stand with the weather. Uh, it is a Friday, and one of the things we do have to do is clean out the junk drawer. The Preston and Steve junk drawer fills up very quickly. And I want to go in and see what I can find. Oh, it's full today. It is. It's chock full. Uh, This was very interesting, and I just uh, put this in the junk drawer this morning. Uh, Research conducted in the United Kingdom among, uh, says among over 3 million participants, they found that people who score highly on psychopath tests. Yes. (laughs) favor rap and heavy metal music. Ah. And they give some examples. The least uh, psychopathic uh, preferred classical music and jazz bucking the tropes set by Hannibal Lecter because he was obviously a big classical music He fan. was, yes. Uh, but researchers at New York University looked at specific songs testing 200 people for 260 different songs. Uh, they found that people who scored highest on psychopath tests rated songs like no Diggity <laughs> and Lose Yourself by Eminem more highly. Yeah. Which is funny because I, I like both of those songs yeah. a lot. And uh, they're high on the psychopath scale. Uh, the researchers believe that uh, songs could help predict those with the disorder, which affects about 1% of people in the country. Do you like Eminem? You're a psychopath. I, 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 well, I like Lose Yourself. I love yeah, that song. song. It's one of my favorites. I, I would have... think something, I guess, well, my perceptions are probably incorrect. Something a bit more kinetic. Like I, I think like maybe thrash metal or something like that. Well, yeah. that's in there, too. Yeah, it yeah. says heavy metal for sure, but... Um... I mean, this this song is tension building, and, yeah, and definitely uh, kinetic, and and is kind of explosive when it really gets to the chorus. But uh, the, they said the the lead researcher said the beauty of this idea is you can use it as a screening test without consent, cooperation, or maybe even the knowledge of the people involved. <laughs> Uh, but they said in the article, to be fair to researchers, they predicted this uh, not realize, not releasing other songs which were better predictors of psychopathy. Okay. Uh, the scientists declined to name these songs for fear of disrupting further research. So if you have a party, put one of these on, and if one of your party guests kills another one, then they're the know. psychopath. They're yeah. the psychopath. <laughs> yeah, you know who does, who's not a psychopath? People who listen to Bob Seger. Uh, that's, that's right. true. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the least psychopathic study participants were more likely to be fans of My Sharona by The Knack and Titanium by Sia. Oh. And I love both of those songs, too. All right. Then yeah, well, you're very complicated. Yeah. You're like an onion. You have many I guess, layers. I guess that's what it yeah. is. I don't yeah, there's really know. your psychopathic side and your very provincial side. But obviously, this is a uh, subjective uh, thing. Written you by know, a psychopath. We like all <laughs> kinds of music. Everybody likes you know all kinds of music. like? Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> and I like Sia. <laughs> it's good stuff, man. Uh, I made love to my mother. What? What? But, Did I say that? Wow. Okay. Uh, here we have another junk drawer dive to do. So we've already seen this in New Jersey, but Walmart and other big retailers are phasing out their use of plastic carryout bags. And single-use paper in their stores in some cities and states due to local regulations and pressure from environmentally conscious customers. It's funny because you go, you'll go like a, two towns over, 
Like we, we did the video we did yesterday in the Wawa. They yeah. had plastic bags. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm all for this, but I always forget to bring the bags with me. I should just leave them in the back of my car, but I don't. Yeah. I and have, then, yeah. Casey, I have a quarter of a million dollars uh-huh. worth of Wawa bags. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we weren't in New Jersey yesterday, though. I know, but I'm saying we. Oh, if we, if we, if we just moved over, yeah, move over yeah, state yeah, yeah. lines, yeah, then you have, uh, then you can't, you, no bags, yeah. period. You gotta, yeah. you gotta bring your own or you can buy them, I think. Not plastic. No ones. plastic yeah. in the city, right? But plastic. Well, I was just gonna say, right, yeah, yeah, the city is, right. is no plastic. Yeah. Cause like right here, the Target right here, you get like a, a little reusable bag, but then the one that I go to, you know, Plymouth Meeting, they're plastic bags. Rochelle's great about the bag thing. Is she? Every time we go in, I completely forget. I 100% totally forget, even when in New Jersey, mm-hmm. that that is the case. And, but uh, she takes them everywhere, anywhere okay. we go, which is good. It's a good idea. I mean, I, I try to, though, with the plastic bags, get multiple uses out of them. Yes, uh, I do as well. We, you use them for kitty litter. Well, we used to use them for kitty litter. I did. Yeah. And, and uh, I, you know what I use them for? Uh, storing uh, Christmas lights. So each light, oh. I don't want all other lights getting tangled with each other. Oh, that's smart. Uh, so I wrap them up uh, in a way that uh, that doesn't cause tangles, and then I use a little zip tie, and then I throw them into like a a, a plastic grocery bag. I will and, use them. And they store them all year like that. I'll pour unused motor oil into them and then throw them in the woods. Oh, okay. Yes. I'm, I'm right. trying to do my part. Yeah, that's right. how you're supposed to do it. I like I, to put them in the fireplace. <laughs> they, uh, uh, Casey, when it comes to the grocery bags, reusable grocery bags, I, I have to have a system in order to remember it. But I, I unload all the groceries, and then I leave those bags by the back door. And then when I go out the back door, I just put them right back in the car. Smart. So yeah. they're in the trunk every time. The best thing to do, Nick, is to is to leave it on the door so you don't forget it. Forget it, and then buy a new bag. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. that's what you need to do. What does this person say? Uh, let's see. This plastic bag ban is such a crock. All they're doing is increasing profits by selling reusable bags. Well, that'd be true for me. Or they're trying to help out in the environment. Yeah. Uh, or both. <laughs> Walmart. Or yeah. both, yes. Listen. Yeah. Or both. Sure. Uh, Walmart vows to achieve a zero waste goal in all of its stores by 2025. So they're jumping in on that and uh, trying to make that happen. Well, they're the, listen, they're trying to do, you mentioned yesterday, that cellulose product, right? It'd be a biodegradable bag. Yeah. Right? Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see what else we got. Um, this one. This one was a handwritten note I threw in the junk drawer. Uh, and it's something that Steve had mentioned to me. And it has to do with uh, famed actor John Barry Moore's. Final resting place. John Barrymore, legendary, legendary actor. You know, Drew Barrymore is in that family. Grandfather, right? Right, right. Yeah. And, uh, in fact, Drew is named after, the name Drew comes from some sort of riff on one of the, the family members' names. But, uh, yeah, this blew my mind when I saw this, Preston. Yeah, so I don't know the story. You, you uh... So it's basically a cemetery, and it's, it's in Philadelphia, and it's apparently very overgrown and not tended to at all. And acting legend John Barrymore... Is is buried there, right? And and it, but the cemetery looks horrible. Like huh. it looks like you know, like you'd be walking through the woods and find it. And uh, some some people have suggested that they're they're now trying to turn it around and make it better. But there are apparently a number of fairly notable people buried in this overrun in this particular cemetery? cemetery. Yes. Okay, wow. Nick, do you have it? It's the Mount Vernon Cemetery. Okay. And it's in Wesley High. Oh, it's in East Falls. Uh, and yeah, I don't know anything. Take a about look. It. Here's a picture of what the cemetery looks like, Preston. Oh wow! Oh, it's, it's a disaster. Looking man. 
Does no one yeah, like own it anymore? That's what I, I don't know. Whose responsibility is it? I know people people were aware of it. I was watching a, a video that where they, they went into this and they were explaining just the basics, but they never quite determined whose responsibility. You've paid to have a loved one in that cemetery. Yeah, it or says, you assume you have. It says um, it was neglected for decades by an absentee landlord. Okay. You know what's interesting about cemeteries in general is that uh, I, I kind of view them differently than I did when I was younger because uh, I, uh, for me personally, I see no need of it anymore of, uh, you know, uh, of having a final resting place. And because over time, eventually, eventually it's going to not really be of any interest right, to anyone. Right, yeah. Uh, so therefore, the idea of uh, of cremation and and keeping ashes, or maybe scattering those ashes, yeah. and then just having it having that person uh, in the memory of the loved ones, and eventually that's going to go away too. You know what you I know mean? You know, it's funny though. You're going to generationally, it's going to age out. You'll go on vacation and you'll go check memorial sites. You'll go, you'll go to bury. You'll go to like yeah. we're talking about Egypt and the, and the Valley of the Kings, right? And all that. So that I agree. I don't want to eat up turf with my rotting body. I want to uh, cremate me. <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm I'm fine with that. I get other people want something, whatever it is, whatever your, your taste. But uh, in the in the end, um, you know, this is the ultimate because you're supposed to supposed to be a place where people are going to come and visit, and you know, and it's horrible. It's, yeah, it's, re- but religion it's is gonna, is the reason why it's going to yeah. live on. What's that? cemeteries? Religion is yeah. Okay. Uh, when it comes to dying, my dad is really meticulous. He has. He's embracing the fact that he's going to die at some point, oh, and he's geez. prepared for it. Well, it's not morbid, actually. I think that we're all going to die. It's, and so it's to a approach, wise thing to do. To approach it in a way that he's like, at some point, I'm not going to be around anymore. And so I I, I appreciate his um, his perspective on it. Uh, he sent me and my brothers the other day a very specific article about where you can spread ashes in the state of Colorado. Oh. And there are rules and regulations. Sometimes people just, you know, they'll take them to a ballpark yeah. and or they'll take them to, you know, uh, someplace that's memorable to them but it's memorable to a lot of people. And uh, sometimes people are spreading ashes in areas where it's illegal and they just don't know about it. So he wanted us to be prepared about it. What's an idea of where it's illegal? National parks, you're supposed to get um, permission. So you're supposed to go to, like, the Department of Interior or to that particular park. I mean, technically, it's mortal remains, you know? Yeah. yeah. But, you know, it's so easy to just go over there. Of course. It's going to tip it over. No one's going to know. Now, if you want to spread them on a person, (laughs) like, he probably wants them on Tony Danza. (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) He wants Tony Danza to Snort his ashes, but uh, when it comes to people, you have to there. You have to be um, like twelve feet away yeah. from a person before you, you literally get a big, cast a big Lebowski the moment. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, do they when they um, cremate you? Do they cremate you naked? That's they, a good question. I've heard uh, I've heard both sides that they will uh, <laughs> take the the body, if, especially if you had a viewing or, or something like right. that, and they will uh, they will just burn them with the clothes on. But I, I don't know. Okay, just cracking up. There's a great bit, and I, I uh, you should you should uh, probably what's this series? I always get the title. I wrong. think you should leave. I think you should leave. Uh, there's this series, supposedly it's a reality series called Coffin Flop. Yeah, and it's the one of the funniest damn things I've ever seen. The basic concept is is that this is a reality show that shows you all the times that the bottom of the coffin fell out and the body fell out. <laughs> it, it's too elaborate to talk, but they took the time to do a video of all these different things happening. Right, uh, and it's just hilarious. But I, I'm, I'm putting mind of that when you you know you, when you talk about anything having to do with uh, cemeteries and cremation and all that stuff. Well, I just I, I wonder because if like you have. Uh, you're going to be sharing ashes, right, with family members. Like, if somebody's not, like, what if you're, like... What you if actually... you get just clothes? Yeah. 
<laughs> right? Well, th- that by the way, that has happened. Matter. There's there have been uh, bizarre file stories that have focused in on they've just burned empty boxes. They sure. haven't done the bodies, or they ha- they don't do any of the the, the preparation that you're supposed to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'd rather do that though than just have a a a, a plot of land that's now unusable. Mm. And I don't, I don't uh, disparage anybody who does want to no. do that. Yeah, it's just yeah, not for me. Yeah, yeah exactly. Same, same thing. I, I, I uh, think as well. So, uh, but anyhow, uh, yeah. So I was curious. Uh, Nick had pulled up. Did, can you pull up that list of other people notables? Uh, oh yeah, the Mount Vernon uh, that were in that cemetery. So besides John Bo- Barrymore, by the way, is at the top of the list, of course. Uh, and then I don't recognize any other names. Uh, Maurice Barrymore. Who's also an actor? So a number of members of the Barrymore family. Uh, then you have Civil War uh, veterans. Uh, Georgina Drew was a stage actress and comedian, but she died in 1893. A lot of members of the Drew family, whoever they were. Okay, yeah, and they were. They're that's all probably actors. where. Maybe that's where Drew got her name. Uh, uh, Drew Barrymore, maybe those were John Drew, Louisa Drew, uh, Sydney Drew. Yeah, it was a bunch of them. Sydney Lou Drew. Sydney yeah. Lou Drew on the Waldo Drew. Uh, let's see, Andrew's professional baseball player, died in 1913, Charlie Householder. So, yeah, there's some... Jebediah Hernandez. William Churchill Houston, <laughs> who was a New Jersey delegate to the Continental Congress, died in 1788. So, have, I, have, these go way back. Have you ever walked around, uh, you know, s- some of the cemeteries around here? No. Just, no. Uh, yeah. Not around it's, here. It's no. pretty amazing. Yeah? I mean, I mean uh, the ones... Of... Uh, uh, there's there a couple of the really old ones in the city. Yeah, have, yeah. But, I mean... Uh, a lot of those uh, headstones have all worn clean. You can't right. see who was buried there, you know. So, but um, that's yeah, why you're supposed to write your own names. Is that what you're supposed I to do? I guess okay. he's buried here. All right, let's go somewhere else. All let's right. go back into the drawer. If you will. Uh, a man and woman, uh, Phil and Jen Tompkins, created uh, a an establishment called Rent the Chicken. On their homestead outside of Pittsburgh. What would you expect to pay to rent a chicken? Yeah. Uh, Prices have never been lower. Phil said... Airbnb and chicken. Phil said, I googled uh, crazy business ideas. He said he ran across a website for a business outside Birmingham, Alabama that was renting out chickens. And I said, hey, hon, what do you think? We got some chickens. You want to rent them out? You're a moron! The first year of the business was a soft launch. And in 2014, they rented out 54 coops with two chickens. Uh, each of them had two chickens. He said, we've evolved, we've changed, we've grown. Now we rent out two or four egg-laying hens. Another expansion began with a sparked interest from a neighbor's teenage nephew. He was visiting his aunt, Phil remembered. He walked out to our homestead and saw some chicken coops out there and talked to my wife a little bit. And then we received a call a little later from him asking how he could get involved. And Phil and Jen agreed to offer sales and support for him to start his own Rent the Chicken in New Jersey. Hi, this is Gene Simmons. You are heroes of mine. <laughs> Renting chickens is wonderful. Ronaldo. <laughs> Stefan. Uh, so people... Share. <laughs> Uh, Phil said people were calling from all over the region wanting chickens, so we already knew there was a demand there, and he became our first affiliate. All right, I'm going to uh, say this, and and it's something that I freely admit that I am a moron for because I've never quite grasped, and it's been explained to me, and I keep forgetting how how it works out. The process of cultivating eggs Mm -hmm. from a chicken. Yes. how do you promote that? In other words, these chickens are laying the eggs, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they seem to do it very regularly. One a day, usually. Yep. Right. Yeah. How uh, How is that? Is that process 
Um, uh, How do you get them to lay the eggs? Right. They just find they the fight spot. Yeah. So, um, what I mean, is, 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 is that their natural inclination to promote the, is to produce that many eggs? Yeah. And, but the, 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 the thing is, so my neighbors had, uh, chickens when we were growing up and they had a little hen house and some of the chickens would lay the, the eggs in the house and then other ones would just kind of like find a little spot in the, Here, uh, in the yard. Here's and, a, here's an evolution of a, of a chicken, uh, of a hen, uh, creating and laying an egg. Uh, after about a half hour of this of the day, I guess it begins. A yolk is uh, released into the oviduct. Three hours later, an egg white forms around the yolk and grows. Uh, at an hour, shell membranes are added and the egg shape is formed. After twenty hours, the shell is formed. That's amazing in, in the shell gland, and then. Uh, bloom added, it says, an egg emerges. I don't know what bloom added means. That's crazy that they can do it Preston, quickly. To have an egg. Yeah. I mean, could Created you imagine? Yeah, if you crapped a wiffle ball every day, yeah. I mean, that's 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 astonishing. Yeah. And yeah. I know it's been a joke of milk for a long, long time, but the first person to eat, look at an egg and say, I can eat this? Right. You know, like... It, well, hero bun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, the, the fact that, they, and they will produce as many as they do. Yeah. By the way, uh, now Phil said their business has expanded to 24 states, uh, Washington, D.C., and even areas of Canada. So that's 10 years later. And they've been doing it. They've made a career out so of it. So people are renting, they're renting these chickens for egg production, correct? Yeah. All right. Wow. Hang on a second. Oh, uh, is this your friend, Nick? Katie? This is a, a horse slash chicken expert. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hi, Katie. Hi, guys. Daily Bilotted. Daily Bilotti. Nice to talk to you. What's up, Katie? This is brilliant. These people are brilliant. Yeah. So it is a lot of money to get started, like to buy the coop, to buy everything. Um, the biggest thing that I'm thinking of is chickens only lay eggs for a certain number of years. Okay. When your sweet little rosemary chicken is done laying eggs, if you're not a farmer... Then you've got this chicken that you're taking care of for the next however many years. So how many how many how many years in an average chicken's life will it produce eggs? Uh, just a couple of years, not so not very many years, okay. two three maybe four if you're lucky. We've had a couple of chickens last eight nine years, but it's like chickens usually do like one egg a day. Right now, mine are on strike because it's too cold, and they're like, "Screw you! I'm not laying oh. eggs in the cold." Wow. I mean, you um, could. It, it depends on what your uh, uh, your ethics are, but you could uh, yeah. you could eat that chicken after the absolutely. The a lot. Yeah. I have I have a good girlfriend that she said, you know what? It's been a week, and you know, Joni here hasn't laid any eggs. Oh, she, she named it. Cold. That's <gasps> cold. <laughs> so it's like like I I I could I I know so many people who have raised chickens and and are and and. Uh, okay, we're going to try it for this, for the eggs, and get the eggs, and then they become like pets. Yeah. And the yeah. notion they of, them. they love them to yeah. death, and the uh, the notion of doing that just, and they, they they sort of give up chicken in general. They'll stick with the eggs, but they won't do chicken. Mm. Yep, and honestly, chickens, I've learned more, I have chickens at work, I've learned more about chickens than I've never wanted to know. <laughs> I can tell you how many chickens I've taken to the vet. They are horrible to each other. They, like, they peck each other. They, like, I had one that they, like, degloved the neck, and I had to take it for surgery. Oh, I mean, my God. In wow. Are they, uh, do, you, do you notice different personalities in them? Do you notice, uh, because, um, you know, a friend of the show has, you know, started raising chickens a couple of years ago and says, they're very, they're very affectionate to her, and and uh, they they 100%, 100%. react. Yeah, really? 
some of them are some of them are real sweet. Some of them are bastards. Some of them are like they like they don't want nothing to do with you. One of them like yells at me when I'm late <laughs> coming to the coop with her with her with her meal. I mean, it's it's insane. And we accidentally got a we accidentally got a rooster when we when we got the chickens. We were supposed to not have any roosters and only hens, but we ended up with one rooster. And I've never run so fast in my life when that thing came at me. Sure. They are so nasty. Yeah. So yes, it's it is it's quite an endeavor, and I think this is a brilliant business idea because then it's like you hand it back when you're done with it. You say thank you very much. We're done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a good invested. idea. Yeah. Like the eggs that we have are the most expensive eggs on the planet. The amount of money that it costs to keep these chickens happy and I mean, it's it's crazy. Wow. Do you sense that they're they're are they intelligent at all? They're smart. They're yes and no. They're smarter than you think. Like okay. they're, they're definitely um, habit forming. So like the like if they hear me coming with a plastic bag, they come running because they know that it might have some lettuce in it. Um, <laughs> they're 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 I don't know. They're pretty interesting animals. They sound it. Yeah. They sound like it's a lot of work though. I, my <laughs> friends got chickens specifically, Steve, just to do their taxes. Yeah, man, they're, yeah. they're very smart. Yeah. All right, Katie, thank you for the info. Have a good weekend, guys. All right, you too. We'll see you later. Wow. Okay. Well, if you want to, it's called Rent the Chicken. Rent the Chicken. And they're definitely... Toad the Wet Sprocket. In... <laughs> good band. I like that. I like the band. And the winner is Rent the Chicken. Beating out Toad the Wet Sprocket. Walk on the ocean. <laughs> ah, I found something else. Oh, it's Bill Weston in the junk drawer. What are you doing in here, Bill? Uh, Santa's got to go. Oh, wow. Okay. See uh, so, Planters Peanuts knows uh, are known for its Mr. Peanut mascot. Recently, posted a job listing for three Planters brand peanutters. They will travel around the country in the Nutmobile. Okay, I think we know somebody I... who's perfect for this job. Yeah, we do. Oh yeah, Peanut. yes we do. <laughs> uh, the twenty-six long foot long peanut. Uh, they will drive that, and they will work for a year beginning in June. Uh, potential peanutters. Peanut have until February 14th to apply, and they're looking for recent college graduates with a knack for nut puns, uh, and encourage them to apply for this. Uh, what does it so, pay? That's a good question, Steve. It doesn't indicate that in this. Ah. But the Nutmobile is pretty awesome looking, man. We're uh, we're watching a video of it right now. It looks like the, the interior looks like it's got uh, uh, you know commercial aircraft seats and stuff like that. Aren't the controls kind of different? Uh, the, the steering controls. I don't know. Huh. I don't know. Uh, I know. I remember read, we, we went into an extensive uh, story about the Wienermobile, uh, the, the Oscar Mayer uh, Wienermobile and what kind of a vehicle that was that they repurposed. Oh, my God. There's yeah. a video. No way. <laughs> oh, my God. Nick just pulled this up on Instagram. They're driving in the Nutmobile and coming the other way on a highway is the Oscar Mayer Wiener <laughs> Wienermobile. That's crazy. And they're waving to each other. That's hilarious. They say, we love this crossover episode. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Uh, so how, how much fun was something like that? It'd be great if you have the time to do it. Yeah. If you have a, a thriving uh, you know, law firm that you're working at, you probably don't have the ability to do this. No, right. but like fresh out of college, yeah. I mean, you know, if you're looking for a job or you still have, uh, you know, not quite sure what your career is going to be, that'd be yeah. perfect. Or if marketing or PR or yeah. something like that is your angle, that is what a great resume uh you know addition that you were the not peanut ambassador not driver uh for uh planters yeah so uh you need to apply by february 14th so i would check the planters website valentine's day um preston would you be more inclined to eat peanuts that were already de-shelled in a bowl or shelled peanuts if they put them in front of you 
Like that you had to... Uh, the ones that are without the shell. Yeah, Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you put a bowl of shelled peanuts in front of me and unshell and... and the ones with the shells. <laughs> the non-shelled. Non- I would go with the shelled ones. Why is that? I don't know. I just feel like they taste better. If someone would put a... Um, a um, let's say a burger, a cooked burger in front of you and a bison, oh. which would you eat first? Okay, is a bison alive? <laughs> yes. I'd probably somebody, go with the burger. So yeah. put a belt, a stick, and a wrench on the table <laughs> and said, pick one. That's from Goodwill Hunting. Yes, it is. What right. if your fingers were in that bowl for a long period of time and you kept <laughs> dipping those fingers yeah, in? Yeah, like for 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah, like you saw somebody, yeah, 15 right. straight minutes, who kept going in and putting their disgusting fingers in that bowl and then sticking it in their mouth. Right. I think that would, after a while... God knows where your fingers have been. Uh, that would get to you, so yeah. we don't have that audio? Yes, we do. You okay, just gotta give a me a second here. All right, no problem. I'm sorry. Right, here yeah. Okay, here we go. Here we go. For 15 straight minutes, I've been watching you putting your big fat fingers into your disgusting mouth, which is filled with God knows what kind of bacteria. And then you take the same big fat filthy fingers and you stuff them back into the bowl that is there for public consumption. What the f are you thinking, John? Well, I wasn't thinking, Jimmy. I'm sorry. Just don't do it again. Uh, well, well, <laughs> one, it, Jimmy? one of <laughs> one of Johnny Depp's best roles. That's oh, amazing. Black Mass. If you've never seen that movie, all right. Let me see what else. More John Troy stories. You just put your hands <laughs> yeah. in. John Troy. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, would you enter a room so quiet that you could hear your own blood flow? Uh, I'm, I'm not understanding. Is it capable? Yes. So there is a, uh, it's Microsoft's Echo Free Chambers located in Washington State and it is considered to be the quietest room in the world. I went into a room that at one point apparently was listed as this, that it was in Manhattan. Mm -hmm. It was at the Bell and Howe, I think it was. It was designed to be that? Designed to be a, a, the quiet room. Okay. And you walked in, and um, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of freaky. Got to be weird. Everything seems amplified, and you're hearing it. To me, it's like that, that first time I did the the sensory deprivation tank, mm-hmm. and I'm there and floating. I was hearing what appeared to be stuff happening in my own body. Right, it's very weird. Right, you've done those hearing tests. You know, you, have you been to the you know the audiologist? Or... Yeah, those are, those are dead rooms. Those are dead dead rooms. Yeah. Uh, the chamber is useful for testing audio equipment. It is made of six layers of steel and concrete. And once inside, you may be able to hear your own breathing, your bones moving, and your oh. blood flowing, or even your heart valves. That would working. freak me out. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever laid your head on someone's stomach? Yeah. Put your ear on their stomach? There's a lot of funky noises going on all the time. Uh I remember being, you know, with a girlfriend or whatever and just laying in bed and and laying my head on their stomach and just hearing. (laughs) All this stuff that is constantly going on. Uh, And you can also take. Have you ever. Uh, and, or, or have you ever taken a stethoscope and listened to a few different yeah. things on your own body? Because you can listen to your stomach. I got a stethoscope as a uh, as a uh, as like a toy one year. I wanted. I just wanted one. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. There's a lot of noises going on in the body. 
Some visitors reported feeling disturbed in this room and also a sense of fullness or dizziness as well. But I'm totally engorged. It is considered the quietest room in the world. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is disorienting. Have you spent, you've done cave stuff, right, where you go in they, they, like pitch black dark caves and yeah. still turn off the lights? Yeah. Oh, that's freaky. Yeah. I've been in a number, on a number of cave tours. Because you're right, and, generate. And they, and they do that in every yeah. single one. Right, they, right. They, they shut up, we're going to shut off all the lights now, and you literally, you, you can't, it's it's as pitch black as you can get. And you can't see anything. It's disturbing. Yes. It's, it's freaky. Yeah. All right, let's see what else we got. All right, I found something. Uh, mental health support app, Coco. Coco. Apparently used um, OpenAI's GPT-3 to okay. counsel 4,000 people. It's an AI mental health support. I just heard of GP- GTP-3 for the first time last night. I had n- never heard of it before. I don't know what it is. It's it's an AI, and it's yes. it's going to take over. It's I right. Mean, it's the one that's writing stories and and yeah. Okay, then emails. we did talk yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, we chatted about that. Right, it, writing fan fiction, and uh, a lot of times it'll say uh, they'll ask uh, it to render a like a drawing of what someone would look like as a cartoon figure, or mm-hmm. yeah. Crazy. Coco used a co-pilot approach, meaning real human beings were monitoring the responses that the AI gave, and the AI provided responses faster than a real human being, cutting the wait time to under a minute. Man, if you need your therapy fast, yeah, yeah, yeah. they got it for it you. It told me D's nuts. <laughs> um, however, people no longer wanted to talk to the AI once they realized it was not a human being. Yeah, of course. Uh, according to the uh, Coco's co-founder, Rob Morris, Coco's co-founder. Yeah. Uh, once uh, people learned the messages were uh, co-created by a machine, it didn't work. Uh, it's a, it simulated empathy. Uh, apparently, simulated empathy feels weird and empty to people. Uh, after receiving backlash regarding consent on social media, Morse clarified that the participants were himself and his team. And participants were informed when the Coco bot was involved. <laughs> yeah, someone comes in with serious problems and I'm talking to a can opener. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. <laughs> They're trying to dabble in into areas like that as well with AI to see if it's viable or not. Well, so you know, obviously AI has um, some scary elements to it, as do the Boston Dynamic robots. Yes, they do. But I did see a video yesterday of the Boston Dynamics robots uh, dancing. Did you see this? I've seen synchronized dancing. I don't oh, know if it's the man. same one. This one was great. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, it was because these two robots were dancing together, and then like one of those like dog robots came in and he was dancing as well. <laughs> I was like, all right, these these robots, robots are, are good. Yeah. yeah. Dancing robots, yes. Not the ones with the machine guns and the owners to kill. Right. All right. Uh, Let's see. Let's go back in. All right. Here's one. Uh, The Korean War Veterans Memorial Wall of Remembrance found on the National Mall, which, by the way, the Korean War Memorial. I love it. Is, it could be my favorite one in D.C. It's very, for some, it's just very emotional. Um, Yeah. These these really large uh, statues of soldiers in the field. Um. It's it's it gives you a, a really interesting sensation when you're among them uh, and and taking a look at them and then of course they have the wall uh, with these etched in uh, uh, photos of people's yeah. faces which are pretty amazing but they also have a one that a part of it that opened last summer it's a black granite tribute near the Lincoln Memorial and it's etched with the names of thousands of soldiers. Uh, who made the ultimate sacrifice. So it's similar to the Vietnam, Vietnam War yeah, Memorial. which is uh, uh, very emotional as well. Uh, but according to Hal and Ted Barker, two brothers who live in Dallas and run the Korean War Project, around 1,000 of the names on the memorial are misspelled, and another 500 are missing. 
Uh, the Barker brothers run the Korean War project from a two-bedroom apartment. According to Ted, they began learning about the Korean War to better understand their father, who was a Marine Corps pilot uh, who served in the conflict. And they said their dad didn't speak about it much. Uh, so uh, they researched his past. Uh, they also collected thousands of stories and information over the years uh, from other service members, creating a database for families of veterans to reference. And they have uh, apparently throughout this uh, found out that there are tons, thousands of misspelled names mm-hmm. and hundreds more missing. Uh, and the National Park Service says it was paid uh, for by $22 million in donated funds, just the wall with the yeah. names alone. Yeah. Uh, in a statement, the Department of Defense says that the errors are a very unfortunate mistake, and they are working with the Department of Interior to correct it. They said we are also aware uh, that some names are on the wall of remembrance, which were not included on the department's final list of Korean War casualties. Uh, they said the respective military departments reviewed every name on the Korean War casualty list for correctness against available official military records. Though not common, the official records themselves may have contained errors, making this review challenging. There's, uh, it, it just blows you away every time you see it. But if you go to the that whole area, and specifically you mentioned the Vietnam Memorial, you'll see obviously friends or family of um, uh, na- members, b- names on that wall, taking the etching. You know, the, the, yeah. the, it's just doing the etchings. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, so they're going to try to uh, fix that problem. One more. And then we're done. Uh, sitting up straight. Not necessarily the best position for office workers, according to a study. How many times have you been told about the posture situation? you got to <laughs> sit up straight <laughs> because it's the, it's the best thing for you. But the way that, that you should is kind of interesting, and you may not be, it may not be, work may not be the right place to sit like this. So Scottish and Canadian researchers used a new form of MRI to show in to show it places an unnecessary strain on your back sitting up straight. Uh, the best position in which to sit at your desk is leaning back at about 135 degrees. With your feet up. Yeah. That's the way I like to sit. <laughs> Unfortunately, me personally, when I sit here, when I spend most of the time, I'm hunched over. Yeah. I don't yeah, sit up straight, same. but I'm hunched over. My yep. shoulders are down. Uh, but what I should be doing is hanging back like this. Yeah. How far back does it say? What's 135, 135 degrees. So you figure 90 is this. Right. right. So, okay. So maybe like yeah. that. You're, you're in the realm. Yeah. yeah. All right. We should just like do the it. show like yeah. this. Dude, yeah. I would. Yeah. <laughs> if I could stuff. sit back, if it wasn't inconvenient to reach for things yeah. and find stuff, I would sit like this all the could time. You guys- this I mean, is... we all have back issues. We could probably yeah. say we need, uh, like, lazy boys with uh, footstools and all that. I got to say studio. my back's pretty good. But, but um, uh, people have it, and, and it's a pernicious thing. <clears throat> could you see yourself sitting this way all day? Yeah. Totally. Yes. Yeah. Yes. When 100%. I, when, I, uh, when I game, that's my position. If I'm playing video games yeah, or something yeah, like yeah. that, that's how I sit. Do what you about... sit back like that? Oh, when I'm comfortable and relaxing? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Yes. In fact, we have a, a, a massage chair, you know, that does all that zero uh, what it, position zero or whatever they call it uh it, yeah that's that's always in that position what position do you guys like to sit in when you're reading like reading a book or a magazine or paper or whatever asleep <sighs> asleep yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh probably yeah probably like uh, that like that yeah, yeah like leaning lean back lean back a little bit your when, arms do get tired get tired yeah well I'm, i what i'll do is i'll take a um, a pillow or something like that and rest my arms up like okay. this so i'm not holding up like that mm-hmm. and i look down a little bit so I'll, I'll but i will have something on my lap to raise my hands a little bit one of the best places for me to read is actually in my bathroom because right in front of the toilet is this is a shelf okay and so i can just put the book up and go oh 
it. I'm going to keep making poopies because this is a great chapter. <laughs> uh, so, yes, uh, they said that um, experts said that uh, sitting was known to contribute to lower back pain. And the research was carried out at the Wooden Hospital in Aberdeen. Uh, they had volunteers, and they used a, a, what's called a positional MRI machine, which allows patients to freedom to move so they can uh, sit or stand during the test. And see what was causing the most pressure yes. on the system. And they took measurements of a spinal angle, spinal disc height, and all that stuff. Uh, disc movement was... Semen production. Uh, well, I don't know about that. Uh, disc movement was found to be most pronounced with a 90-degree upright sitting posture. Um, and it was least pronounced with the 135-degree posture. There you go. So, so recliners for everyone. So really, you should be. The slouch position revealed a reduction in spinal disc height, uh, signifying a high rate of wear and tear on the lowest two spinal levels. So you shouldn't slouch either, which is what I do, unfortunately. You need to kick back. Uh, but researchers said the 135-degree position was the best for backs and say that this is how people should sit. If you were to slide under the counter more. If you could slide completely, the right here, yeah, and just keep yeah. leaning back, so I, you could I, reach everything. I could do that, but the uh, the arms uh, on yeah. the there, there, there's also a keyboard underneath there, or at least there used to be. Yeah, and now anyway, it's, yeah, on your nuts. I'll work on it. All right, and there you go. That's uh, all we have time for. And young George, we have to wrap things up at this point in time. Stop talking and listen to me. All right, thank you, Bill. All right, we're going to break. We're going to come back, and we have some more Bizarre File stories to share with you, so we hope you're going to stay close. Back in a moment. Wait, what's that? Where was that place, Preston and Steve said that guy did that thing that one time? Uh, don't bother your friends. If you missed something on the Preston and Steve show, the daily podcast and the YouTube stream are posted on PrestonandSteve.com every day after the show for just such occasions. It's always there and always free. That is until the internet breaks in and we've got bigger problems. Uh, it is three minutes after Melissa, 10 Melissa, can you grab what's printed out on the computer? 10 o'clock, <laughs> you had to print up your yeah. uh, sponsor or traffic? Uh, both, because my computer likes to update in the middle of the show and oh. for some reason uh, Beasley won't fix that. <laughs> what are they supposed to do at 9.43? <laughs> yeah, well, it said 9.43, but it went now at 10.04. Thank you, Marissa. <laughs> All right. Well, here's your 9.43 traffic at 10.04. Kathy, what's going on? Oh, my God. And it's so tiny. Yeah, I, does someone up. have a no. magnifying glass? No. no I can do it. 95 right, southbound is slow Cotman through to Bridge northbound. Columbus Boulevard to the Vine Expressway. The Vine westbound slowing from 8th to Broad. The Schuylkill eastbound backs up from the Conjahawken Curve to Belmont. And then from Girard into Spring Garden westbound side from University to South. A roving crew on the Pennsylvania Turnpike eastbound from Valley Forge to Fort Washington. And then uh, in Chad's Ford 202 southbound at Green Tree Drive. Watch for an accident. It's blocking the left lane. <laughs> Wait, look. So my, my traffic is teeny tiny. And look at my sponsor. It's oh my giant. God, yep. <laughs> this traffic report brought to you by the Tile Shop. It's your destination for ceramic, porcelain, and natural stone tile and luxury vinyl tile. Explore a wide range of unique looks and exclusive designs. Visit your local tile shop showroom to start loving the home you're in. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. All right. The floor recognizes Casey Boy Foster. Well, I wanted to wait until uh, my daughter is in school because she would be embarrassed if uh, she knew I was doing this. But um, I just wanted to congratulate her. Uh, her name is Casey. And she she was named the uh, student of the week for the Mainline Times, and she has had just an amazing junior year. She was just inducted into the National Honor Society. Wow. She got the lead in the play. So they're doing uh, Mary Mercy's doing James and the Giant Peach. She got the part of James, but she's, she's had a, a monster junior year thus far, and she was named the 
the uh, Mean Line Times Student of the Week. She is clearly not my child. Uh, she is my daughter's, uh, my, my wife's daughter. But, uh, you know, so if you are getting a Main Line Times, if you, get, you know, live on the Main Line or whatever, go to your stop at your Wawa. It's a wonderful you, picture. It really is. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to say congratulations. She's in school right now, so she doesn't know I'm doing <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell her. That's awesome. Excellent. All right, let's do the B5. No. <laughs> WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's all right, we got some stars I'm going to share with you, and we'll start with one out of Albuquerque, New Mexico. Police department found a tiger cub inside of a home what? after officers were called to a shooting in the area. Uh, just after the 2 tiger p.m. cub had a gun? Uh, no, uh, somebody else did. Just after 2 p.m. on Tuesday, APD learned of shots being fired. Before arriving, officers were alerted of a person shot in the leg near that area. Uh, preliminary evidence shows that the injured person was struck by a stray bullet. Officers heard another gunshot while they were on the scene coming from a nearby mobile home. They eventually located Kevin Gerardo uh, Mercado, <laughs> who was armed with a handgun, and uh, he was taken into custody without issue. Officers then followed a blood trail that led them inside a trailer, and they never were able to locate that injured person. However, inside the trailer home, a Bengal tiger cub wow. was found inside a dog crate. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Uh, the Department of Game and Fish took custody of the tiger. So, And as we learned from Tiger King, there were people like Joe Exotic that were selling Yes, tigers. they were. And who was the other guy? Uh, not Doc Mantle, but the, the dude. With the other the, idiot. The guy that wore the... Uh, uh, that wore oh. the do-rag baseball yes. hat combo. I forgot. Yeah. But anyhow, and they probably, that's where I assume they got something Can't like do this, that. So, yeah. No. Very cruel. Yeah. A Minnesota- Jeff Lowe. They just call Jeff him Jeff Lowe. There you yeah. go. All right. So, a listen to this. A Minnesota butcher shop received an unwelcome visitor when a wild deer wreaked havoc on Saturday morning. It's, so, it's crazy. <laughs> that a butcher shop. Yeah. Like the one place it doesn't want to be. The mid-sized doe was captured making its grand entrance when it launched itself through the store's glass door and surveillance footage posted on uh, She Said Butcher Shop's Facebook page. Yeah, two London broils and a flank steak, please. Uh, the frightened deer attempted to stand back on its feet before knocking over a few flower pots. Uh, and liar whore, liar whore. Damaging a wall as it attempted to escape through the store's window. Liar whore, liar whore, and you know it. Uh, it's dude, When you watch these things, they it, it's usually like a linoleum or, yeah. or like a slick floor, and their hooves just don't allow them to be able to stand up you or feel run so around. Sad for them, I man. know. This son of a bitch came crashing through that window, yeah. too, through that door. Uh, Melissa Evans. had a great, a great uh, sale going on, Nick. Okay. Uh, the owner of, uh, she said, Butcher Shop, uh, said that she had no idea what was going on and thought maybe uh, somebody had driven through the building or the ceiling was crashing down. It was so loud. Uh, she said she and her daughter happened to be in the meat processing room near the back of the store at the time when they were alarmed by the deer plowing into the shop. Uh, she said, I hope that the deer is okay. And back telling the story to her friends about the crazy experience okay. <laughs> uh, she had today escaping the butcher. But I am going to sue. Uh, she said she was forced to close the business until Monday in order to fix the damages, but was optimistic about the wild scenario bringing a lot more business to her. I think by law, you're required to have a sticker on that door because it's made of glass to yeah. let people know. Yeah. Uh, you'll be hearing from my attorney, uh, Raccoon. I think you guys have a case here. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Uh, Alderman Derek Curtis's daughter was accidentally shot in the leg last week during a concealed carry class that Curtis himself was teaching at a church. Another one of these. And this is months after he accidentally shot himself. Oh, my God. And this is at a church? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Curtis was conducting the class on January 5th with his daughter and son in attendance. Someone handed Curtis's daughter a Glock 19 and the weapon went off. My bad. Sorry. My bad. The I'm not good at this. 25-year-old was struck in the leg and taken to a medical center in good condition. Now, the woman initially told investigators that her father had been handling uh, the gun when it went off. Her brother said that he was handling it, too. It appears the son Everyone was, got a chance to shoot her. was actually hand, handing off the gun to his sister when it discharged. Like I said, this is the second time a member of the Curtis family has suffered an accidental gunshot wound last fall. <laughs> Curtis shot himself in the wrist as he was cleaning the gun. Wow. Uh, he said the accident that required him to undergo minor hand surgery happened while he was I'm helping... going to the bathroom. Ah! Helping a neighbor with a firearm that had been malfunctioning at the gun range. Generally speaking, which kind of gun is the safest? Is, is it like a revolver the safest? Uh, I have as far as like, a Glock. Okay. Uh, but I mean, it depends. Everyone well, has their preferences. A, that's a make. But right, I mean, yeah, you're talking yeah. about a, a model, a type, a revolver, or... Right. Uh, I, what, what's your... Uh, I mean, as far as like accidental, like a, the, the, the gun going off. Discharge? Yeah. It depends on the, I guess, the pounds of pressure that on the trigger. Okay. Uh, but I the, mean... The, you could drop Police one. officers, my brother, his one, says uh, they they a lot of them default to the to the Glock the the nine millimeter. Okay, yeah, okay. I don't know if that answers a question about uh, safety or not. Yeah, you just... can you can drop it. It won't it won't uh, they won't discharge. It says revolvers can be considered safer in this okay. particular article. So maybe so, but you know, there's anything that can happen. You never know. Uh, police arrested a 30 year old man Tuesday, accusing him of shooting another man multiple times. <laughs> But this was after an ill-fated October sex meetup in Florida City. Errol Martin now faces charges of attempted murder. According to the report, the victim told officers that he met Martin, who was riding a bicycle as he drove through Florida City during uh, the morning hours. And Martin agreed to have oral with him. No, oh, okay. You know, you're riding your you bike. Out. Yeah, so. Sorry about that. I'll give uh, you a Hummer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> Police said the victim followed Martin to a bus stop and uh, then drove to an undisclosed location and they performed the act. Afterwards, Martin began to act weird towards the victim. He tastes make, weird. Make him feel uncomfortable. Uh, the man then drove Martin back to where his bike was located at the bus stop. Uh, police said that the victim sent Martin money on, ca- on a cash app or on Cash App as they spoke about the sexual a- act not occurring. Oh, it didn't occur. That didn't happen. Uh, Martin then asked the victim for more money, and the victim had no more money to pay, so Martin pulled out a gun and started shooting him. Dude ran off, hid in the nearby bushy area uh, where he collapsed and was later located. Uh, the victim was able to provide detectives with the Cash App account. Description of the shooter. They tracked him down. Turns out he was a uh, a parolee and convicted uh-huh. felon and was already in custody on unrelated charges. So they got him. He's going to jail. All right, and then uh, we'll end with one more story, and let's go with... I have a short one here. Yeah. Um, So a pigeon was detained last month in a Canadian jail after being caught with some strange cargo. It actually had a little backpack of meth on it. I saw that. A pigeon. Did you see the little backpack? Yes. Yeah, it was actually kind of ingenious, yeah. Uh, So the bird wore a backpack filled with the drug and was captured near the Pacific (laughs) Institution Correctional Facility in Vancouver. Officer John Randall said, my initial reaction was shock, who noted that due to advances in technology and drone detecting, smugglers have had to go, go, quote, 
old school. So, <laughs> All right. so now they're sending in carrier pigeons. Listen, he handed me this backpack, said I could make a couple bucks. I didn't know what was in it. I didn't ask. You're just a mule. I'm just a mule. All right, and there you Winged go. Winged mule. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right, so when we get back, we'll test your knowledge of today's program, the lesson question. We'll get to the trash and music news as well, so don't be gone long. We'll return shortly with it all. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok, and probably other places. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Cardboard Classic registration. It's been enabled, and you can now enter your sled, and we want you to do that, or just get the details about coming and joining us for this event at Montage Mountain. So exciting. This is going to be on the first Friday of March, which is when we usually do it. It's March 3rd. Uh, and that night, after the Cardboard Classic is over at 5 p.m., Everclear is performing at Mountain Fest. And there's also going to be, the following day, a concert from Lit and Fuel and Pond Skimming, where people ski across the water and costume and fireworks show, all this stuff. So it's a, it's a whole weekend. I love it. For you to spend a montage. Get the details, WMMR.com, or you can text the word CARDBOARD. To 39333, and we will send you a uh, link with uh, the information. All right, today is, uh, well, we're going to give away a lesson question. That's what we're going to do. I already talked about today. Today's Friday. We're going to give away a pair of tickets for Bruce Orama, which is coming up at the Keswick Theater on April 14th. I'll tell you about oh, what that is in just a moment. But the question we pose to you is this. For my dad and his football career, uh, they played two-way football and were also what? <laughs> If you remember what that was. A lot of people don't know that. Not only, only were they playing Iron Man football, they were playing it in a very specific way. What were they, uh, <laughs> in what way were they uh, playing? 215-263-WMMR is the number. Call if you heard and you know the answer. And you had to have heard it, by the way. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, so we're going to get some stories while we're waiting for your calls. Let's get them, Steve. What's up? Yes, a Zoe 101 reboot movie called Zoe 102, featuring most of the original Nickelodeon cast, is coming to Paramount+. Plus. Producers say the movie will remind you why you love Zoe 101 and help you conclude it was because you were a stupid little kid. Uh, Oh, my God. Tom Brady took a big financial hit when the crypto exchange FTX filed for bankruptcy. While the exact amount lost is not known, CNN is reporting that Brady might have to move in with a distant cousin named Gary Lauer. (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't know if it's the same one, but that's bad. And finally, uh, Gerard Butler. Revealing that Robert Downey Jr. sent him an email saying how much he loves Butler's Fallen movies, which include Olympus Has Fallen, London Has Fallen, and Angel Has Fallen. Butler says he's eager to get Downey a role in the next movie, which is Grandma Has Fallen, and she can't can't get up. You jumped on it. Well, so... Real quick, peel back the curtain real quick. Uh, these buttons, the, the buttons before we got this new system, they activated on the release when you hit the, the mouse. 
this doesn't. So, ah, uh, listen, this I'm one, dealing with my own stuff, bro. Yeah, yeah. No sad. <laughs> no sad. All right. No All right. sad. And that's your Hollywood trash, by the way. Yes. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the uh, lesson question, which is, uh, for my dad's football career, they played uh, two-way football, and we're also what? And we will go to Greg, see if he knows the answer. Hey, Greg, good morning. Greg, <laughs> he's loving it. Uh, Greg, uh, for my dad's football career, they played two-way football, and were also what? Uh, they were also naked. They were naked. <laughs> A different time. Not of him naked, no. Uh, Greg, hang on the line. We're going to get your information. We're going to give you a pair of tickets to Bruce Rama. The uh, two events that are happening are going on in one fun night, and it's hosted by cult film star Bruce Campbell. Friday, April 14th, Keswick Theater. Part one is a last fan standing interactive trivia contest for fans <laughs> of fantasy, horror, sci-fi, superheroes, and gaming. What? He just dropped an F-bomb! Bill, Did you what? just... Ju- His phone's ringing and he's cursing in our studio while we're on the air. I he can contribute to the I chaos know. that Casey's already causing. He called me on my phone and then I realized it and I and I dropped the F-bomb by saying effing Casey. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, you're blaming me for bringing I, your I, ringer so- phone Preston, in? I apologize. So, uh, I'm going to get you a Shake Shack <laughs> gift card just for that. Uh, <laughs> uh, I know, Kathy gets one too, right? Oh, for her son. And, uh, oh, and I we're going to gold that. star for Casey's you. kid. No, I'm, no, I'm sorry for the... Impro- I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> He's frazzled now. Oh, my God. I know. You dropped so. one little F-bomb on uh, terrestrial oh, radio. And... <laughs> That's it. I was, I was enjoying it. You don't keep your phone on vibrate? No, he's over 60. <laughs> I am too, but I, I keep it on vibrate. Yeah, but you're also tech savvy. Yeah. Well, he's pretty, Bill is tech savvy. Is he? I, I think know. so. I don't know. I just told Tech Kathy how to reboot her Yeah, computer. he just yelled yeah, at me yeah, on my yeah. computer. Okay. Well, I knew that much. <laughs> All right. It, put it on vibrate like a simian. <laughs> simian. Simian. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I think we're fighting. Uh, I think we're gonna. You know, we're gonna okay. fisticuffs. I think Preston was like right in the middle of actually. <laughs> he might have been. I know. Yeah, 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 I was. It's okay. Uh, part I didn't two. hear the F word, by the way, dude. <laughs> part did. two of the Bruce Campbell uh, event will be the Groovy Bruce movie screening, and it includes a Q&A with Bruce. Tickets are on sale this Friday today uh, at 10 a.m. via AXS.com. So they went on sale 30 minutes ago. Go get them. All right, music news time. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right, we're going to start with the uh, story we led the entertainment uh, segment with, and that was the fact that uh, Lisa Marie Presley, the only child of Elvis Presley, uh, has died at age 54. Priscilla Presley, her mother and Elvis's wife, uh, said, It is with a heavy heart that I must share the devastating news that my beautiful daughter, Lisa Marie, has left us. She was the most passionate, strong, and loving woman I've ever known. Uh, she had started the week in a great mood, uh, very festive, celebrating what would have been her father's 88th birthday with fans at Graceland, and then later tearfully applauded alongside her mother, Priscilla, as Austin Butler received a Golden Globe Award for his portrayal of the King of Rock and Roll 
and Baz Luhrmann's biopic, Elvis. And they, they had both um, given the go-ahead to his selection as Elvis, and they consulted with him, and yeah. so they'd become close. But on uh, Thursday, um, she suffered an apparent cardiac arrest at her home in Calabasas and was transported to a local hospital, and she died a few hours later. So she herself, you know, released a few albums, tried to get a music career going. Uh, you remember when she married Michael Jackson, the suggestion was she'd married Michael Jackson to get some of his magic uh, incorporated into her uh, music and the production of her albums. And then uh, her other husband, Danny Keough, he was a, uh, a music producer as well, was he not? Uh, he was a guitarist. I'm not sure if he was a producer yeah, or not, yeah, yeah. but he may have, may right. have been, as far as I know. Uh, but, uh, yeah, and she was also uh, married to Nicolas Cage. She had, uh, I think, four ex-husbands right. uh, total. Uh, but um, she did have uh, some lasting unions with her children uh, that included son Benjamin uh, Keough, who apparently, she had four kids, but yeah. he, he died by suicide in 2020. And was laid to rest at Graceland. I assume uh, that Lisa Marie will also be laid to rest at uh, Graceland, but I don't know. Isn't it wild that she would have, you know, because Elvis had his life and his ups and downs and troubles and so on and so forth. And, and you know, she befell a lot of the same stuff he incurred. Uh, and her poor mother, too, to, mother, like, yeah. have to, you know. Grandchild. She's seen, a lot, of, she's seen a lot of close yeah. people yeah. Uh, pass, unfortunately, and way before their time. Yeah. That's the thing, way before their time. Uh, Nicholas Cage had said, uh, this is devastating news. Lisa had the greatest laugh of anyone I ever met. She lit up every room, and I am heartbroken. I find some solace, though, believing that she is reunited, reunited with her son, Benjamin. We had another uh, death in the world of rock and roll. Robbie Bachman, co-founder and co-founding member and drummer of Bachman Turner Overdrive, passed away. He was 69 years old. Randy Bachman announced the death of his uh, brother and bandmate in a social media post. Uh, he said, another sad departure. The pounding beat behind BTO, my little brother Robbie, has joined mom, dad, and brother Gary on the other side. Mm. Maybe Jeff Beck needs a drummer. Uh, he was an integral cog in our rock and roll machine. I dig Bachman Turner Overdrive. I do, too. Yeah. And he said, and we rocked the world together. BTO's uh, core lineup insisted of Randy and Robbie Bachman and Fred Turner, followed by uh, following a previous run under the band name Brave Belt, excuse me, which uh, Randy formed after he quit the Guess Who. Uh, another Bachman brother, Tim, was also a founding member of BTO, but he was replaced after a couple of years by Blair Thornton. Uh, during their heyday in the 1970s, BTO released uh, several hit records and albums, including 1974's chart-topping Not Fragile, and among the Canadian band's most popular hits, are the ubiquitous uh, Taking Care of Business, which we're playing here. Uh, but also, You Ain't Seen Nothing Yet, another great song, and Roll On Down the Highway, another yeah. great song, which Robbie co-wrote. Uh, that peaked at number 14 in the U.S. After BTO disbanded in early 1980, uh, Robbie didn't return to the band when they reunited in 1983 due to business conflicts with Randy and other members. So he wasn't taking care of business. No, yeah. apparently. But, uh, however, he did come back in 1988 after he took care of business. I reconsidered and now I'm taking care of business. And remain with the band until 2005. So that is uh, sad news. A lot of these bands can now, and it seems to be more uh, of a of a frequent thing, where you'll get, get a couple of these one or two hit, three hit Wonders, mm-hmm. and not the, you know, and there's a substantive career there. Put them on a bill with two or three other acts, sure. <clears throat> and just for the sheer nostalgia of it, people go to these shows and they love them. Yep, absolutely. I mean, if you know you're going to get what you, you know, you're not going to get any deep cuts. Yep. Yeah, you're going to get the hits. Out yeah, of them. this is from our concept album. Yeah. 
Uh, Vince Neal's been diagnosed with COVID-19. Vince took to social media to let fans know that he would miss the Rock Island, or is it it Rock Island? It's got to be Rock Island. Uh, uh, Fest in uh, Key West, yeah, so 2023. Uh, He said, hello, Rock Island friends. I am sad to report that uh, yesterday I was diagnosed with COVID. I'm okay, but this thing is really kicking my ass. All that being said, I am unable to perform at Rock Island uh, Fest next week. And he put COVID nineteen. <laughs> he put the Rock Island bumper sticker on his mobility oh, scooter. No. He continued saying, "I would like to extend my sincerest apologies to the Rock Island Fest organizers and most of all my friends and fans." Most? Oh no! And most of all, oh. <laughs> my friends. And fans. Not all. Not of all them. of them. Most no. of all, my fan. Most yeah. of all of my fans. Oh. Most uh, of all, that guy, you know who you are. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, is, is he performing solo, I guess? Uh, no. Uh, Motley Crue. Okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, so he said, I'm disappointed to say the least. He was doing his Bachman Turner Overdrive tribute. So looking forward to the show, and I'm hoping uh, that I'll have an opportunity to make this up in 2024. What kind of shape is he in? Besides, obviously, besides the COVID, I know he's sick. Round. But f- physically, is he, he's a little, is he a little hefty these days? Uh, but he, the last time I saw him, I haven't seen him in any of the video Taking shots. Care of, of biscuits? Of, of this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Of the stadium tour that they've done. But, you know, I mean, he's, he's good enough to get out there and there perform every night. But um, I, I've not seen him, so I, I couldn't tell you. Uh, Twisted Sister will reunite for their induction later this month into the Heavy Metal Hall of Fame. Blabbermouth reports that the sixth annual charity gala is set for January 26th at the Canyon Club in Agora Hills, California. Uh, the classic lineup of the band, D. Snyder, J.J. French, Eddie Ojeda, uh, Mark Mendoza, and late drummer A.J. Perro uh, will be Inducted by Steve Vai and Mike Portnoy. Well, that's pretty awesome. Uh, the band's performance will mark their first live outing since 2016. So going up on Long Island, the um, Twisted Sister was one of those bands. You'd see them all over the place, Preston. It's like, well, what's with this band? This mm-hmm. is crazy. And then you watch that documentary, which we both love, uh, Twisted Mother and Sister. Yep. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's, they just stuck with it. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's funny and it's encouraging, and uh, they certainly deserve that honor. Yeah, it's a great doc. Uh, and then it's a happily ever after ending for the long and sordid tale of John Fogarty and the songwriting publishing for his Creedence Clearwater Revival songs. He wrote all the songs. And he finally has ownership of them back. He has purchased a majority interest in the global publishing rights to his legendary song catalog from Concord for an undisclosed sum. Uh, For years, Fogarty had refused to play his Creedence hits rather than uh, line the pockets of the late Saul Zantz who owned the band's masters uh, through Fantasy Records? Do we know how that came about? Uh, In other words, that, that he had that he had that control over it. Was he was he an early manager or? I just think yeah. Well, he was he he. So at the record company, I mean, it depends on what kind of a deal sure, you sign yeah, with them. They and I assume deal. they signed a deal where they yeah got ownership of the masters, and you just can't have them yeah. unless they give you permission. So. Uh, in an effort to extricate himself from Credence's back-breaking contract, Fogarty sold his publishing, here you go, Steve, in 1980. There you go. Uh, so apparently there was a contract he didn't like, uh, and it was too overbearing. So in, to compensate for that, he sold him the, the songs. So it's happened, you know, where like uh, you know, Michael Jackson, for example, and Paul McCartney, when he sold off, I guess Michael Jackson bought up a large portion of Paul McCartney's catalog. Mm-hmm. And that 
caused a rift. That was, you know, I mean, it's your art. It's what you created. Fogarty said in a statement, as of de- this January, I own my own songs again. This is something I thought I would ne- that would never be a possibility. After 50 years, I'm finally reunited with my songs. I also have to say, uh, have a say in where and how my songs are used. Up until this year, that's something that I'd never been able to do. I'm looking forward to touring and celebrating this year. And I want to thank Concord for helping to make all of this happen. And I'm excited for new ideas and renewed interest in my music. He said... Like a revival, yeah. CCR. Right, so, so you can bet that uh, there'll be a Tylenol commercial with "Who'll Stop the Pain." Uh, okay, sounds like that would fit. <laughs> and then one last item: we got an email from James, as in uh, Jim from the Jim and Aaron story you guys covered around the Phillies a while back. Oh yes, the, the two that uh, she got, she hoisted him up on his shoulders or her, her shoulders. shoulders. Yeah. So that he could find his friends out in the middle of all the chaos that uh, when the uh, the Phils uh, were winning. So he said, uh, now he plays in a band and uh, he wanted us to give him a plug. So I'm sure. going to do that. They're actually playing with Weedus tonight. What? <laughs> That's pretty Teenage cool. Dirtbag Weedus yeah. at World Cafe Live. Um, he said, the uh, it starts at 8. My band Pokey John is <laughs> up first. Oh Followed by Todd Morris, bassist of The Offspring, uh, who put out a solo album, and then Weedus is headlining. He said, General Mission is sold out, but there are a handful of seated tickets left, and we're really trying to sell this out. It's just our second show. He said, we're a pretty new band. Well, the fact they're with that, Bill, is has to, they have to be worth something, right? He said, uh, we'll have merch for sale. A lot of people asked about the Pokey John shirt I was wearing in the picture that went viral of me and Aaron uh, follow us on Instagram for updates, and they are at Poke John P O K E J A W N. Does he mention whether or not he's still there? Still, he didn't say it in this. I don't know. Dating? Hold on, Marissa's got an update. Here we go. I talked to him. Um, they hung out. Remember, they went to that one game. Was it maybe three or four? Right. And then um, they're good friends. Um, yeah. Okay, that's, right. Right. that's too bad. No, but they catch up. There's like more than just they didn't just like friends with say benefits this was fun and never again. Friends they... with dental plan. <laughs> hey, not everybody's a match. Come on, yeah, that's true. Well, yeah. to us, we have an un- unblemished record of providing eternal love to people. Mm, that's what we do. <laughs> unblemished. <laughs> <laughs> I can find a lot of blemishes in that love. <laughs> All right, and that's the last item in music news. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a second. Wrap it up. Word of the week prize. We will give that away when we return. Now, I hit the damn button. Hang on a second here. Uh, No, I didn't. There we go. All right. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. It's a Friday morning. We're wrapping up our program. Had fun today. Yeah. It was a good time. Just hanging out with us. No guests, no nothing. Yeah. You know, sometimes you just need to to get back to the the origins. What, What made this the... Legend. The legend. <laughs> Lots of great phone calls today. That's Thank what you. made it. See, that's the best part. Rely on others to deliver a quality show and you'll never go wrong. There yep. are a bunch of those dudes that called in when they were talking about uh, being injured and sticking at work. Every time they started the phone call, they were just laughing at yeah. themselves. And it like they'd set up the phone call so well because they, they knew... That they were idiots or whatever, but they, yeah. they lived through it, and they were, they were fantastic stories. There was always a little chuckle at yeah. the start. Whenever you laugh right before you tell a story, you yeah. know it's going to be a good one. Yeah. For sure. Uh, so thank you for all the calls today. We do appreciate that. Uh, we do have just one more order of business. Well, a couple of quick little things to do. Uh, but we're going to need to give away our Word of the Week prize, and there's only one human being in the world 
that can in help us world. move for, in a world, in a world where things need to be given away. <laughs> There's a the man. Um, one man <laughs> with hair like Tony Gadeen. <laughs> oh, you know what? We need to get, we need a fan over there. Yeah, for when Pierre's oh, hair yeah. is down for drama, so it uh, so it flies. <laughs> Well, we did, uh, when I did the, the morning show, we did the flying hair photo. Ah, um, legendary. Uh, it is kind of legendary. We have a few things of it around the building. I had to stand up on a ladder, uh, about a four-step ladder, a giant fan, the likes of which I've never seen before, was right in front of my face. And then... They had fans behind me to lift the hair. <laughs> wow. And it still wasn't enough. So my hairstylist, Charles Slider, came in with a uh, blow dryer and was <laughs> in the back blowing it. And it looks so the idea was that it looks all natural and in the wind and all this, you know, like those Panasonic uh, old ads yeah. where they would, guy would sit there and he'd be blown away by the music. This was like a free flowing hippie thing. And it was it took hours <laughs> and and I could only do one or two takes. The fan was blowing so strong. My eyes were watering. Yeah, I'll so bet. I'd have to, I'd have to do turn and smile at the camera. Ta, 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 hang on and wipe my eyes. <laughs> to be honest. I always thought that you perhaps had been laying on your side, yeah, and the hair was pulled out. Oh. It doesn't look natural, right? It it's does not. not look, it doesn't look flowing naturally. Well, a lot air. of things have been cut out of it. Uh, all the different people that are behind it and the fans—you <laughs> can't see Charles with it with a with the one hair with the one <laughs> blow dryer that's lifting one portion of it up, and the giant fan underneath it, which is lifting the back part of it up. But I'm standing at the top of a little step ladder, maybe like a small ladder, larger than a step ladder. Looking at the camera, smiling, and then being utterly blinded. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to keep your yeah. eyes open in a raging windstorm. A raging windstorm. Yeah. Now look happy and carefree. <laughs> and then, you know, it was Westinghouse that owned us, and they had some ridiculous slogan. It said, live the life, respect the music. What the F does that mean? <laughs> live the life, comma, respect the music. Eat the now, fart the love. <laughs> nice. <Yeah. laughs> that would have been far better. Um, uh, yeah, they're, they're, well, there's some somebody to validate their jobs. Yeah, this, this is it. This is the one. consultant guy called me and says, so tell me about yourself. And he's wearing a suit with cowboy boots. <laughs> and I go, okay. And he had a cowboy hat on his desk. Well, you know, this came from California. Hi, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. good. All right, good. You can go now. And then out of that came live the life, respect the music. Oh, dear God in heaven. <laughs> I have lived. You should have said, "I'm I'm like a bit like you. I'm a cowboy." Yeah, they did eventually change it to "Wake Up and Smell the Karma," which I kind of liked. I like yeah. that. Yeah, that's uh, a good one. Yeah, I like that. But live the life, respect the music. Excuse me, what? Good morning, and, Cincinnati. And, and then there was a uh, "You've grown up, we've grown up." Oh my God, that was the worst yeah. of them all. That's where we we went back to the we we went back to the radio station, which as I still love. Yeah, radio our station. slogan. The radio station. Yeah. Uh, I love that to this day. And some of our old vintage IDs that I still play have that on it. But um, the Live the Life, Respect the Music was a, an attempt to capture the yuppie audience of the 90s. <sighs> and so they went to this, again, a consultant researched logo with a pink um, <laughs> oval egg and the MMR inside the pink. And it just was it ghastly. And, um, and then, but... On top, to throw insult upon injury, the ads, they had TV ads, and they go, we've grown up, you've grown up. And it has this this guy, this hippie guy in a Volkswagen van being pushed aside in honor of the new, you know, 
Chevy midsize minivan or whatever the hell it was they were plugging, and 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 it was just like, excuse me, you're just stabbing me right there, right there, and then live yeah. your life respecting music. You've grown up, yeah. we've grown up. These old kill the hippies. <laughs> Let's play some Alanis yeah. Morissette, and I mean, you know, and it was just like, uh, okay, uh, but you do love everything that rocks because like, you say it quite a bit and I, and break it down a bit too. Uh, well, I do. Yeah. That's heard, a good thing. I've been airing that break for 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is remarkable, though. Uh, Here's your that, fan. Uh, that, 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 my fan. <laughs> oh, we have a fan for Pierre. God bless Marissa. She's trying. <laughs> What'd you plug that into? We're trying to recreate. Marissa's brought a little plastic fan. <laughs> the other way. Her thing even working? She's no, blowing. There, there you go. There we go. Turn around, Pierre. Turn around. There you go. <laughs> That's it. Now we got oh it. Live the life. Respect the effing music. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's actually pretty good. I mean, it was something like that, but yeah. the power of that wind turbine, God bless you, child, for going to that extra effort, <laughs> that small amount of payoff, but that was good. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, speaking of paying off, let's pay off some listeners right yeah. now. Yeah. I've been hearing now? that for 10 years. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. Bye. Preston and Steve Show brought to you today by The Letter. It was really early, and I was listening. You never thought I'd hear it. And then I came in, and I just barreled on you. It was great. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, right, The Letter. Um, it's S as in Satan. All right. <laughs> All right, we'll take caller seven. We'll stick with the S's. Uh, 215-263-WMMR. And you need to know the Word of the Week prize, and it's uh, some straight-up cash we're going to give you. So give us a call right now. Let's see if you have a... Know all the letters that make the word, the word of the week. Uh, so what do you have in store for today, Pierre? Uh, well, we are going to live the life and respect the music. We will do everything that rocks. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, we've grown up and you've grown up. Here at the radio station. Yes. <laughs> uh, we had another one tuned in to you. Oh, uh, I think the worst was that much closer to death. That but, much yeah, closer yeah. to death. We're all about to die, so please tune in. Um, anyway, The Who will be on the Workforce box. Uh, Nirvana and some Foo Fighters combined for Dave's birthday tomorrow. And um, we'll see what else we can get into. And I've got a great song in the sweat set, uh, which will get you dancing coming up shortly. And I think we'll play some Bachman Turner Overdrive. Nice. I think that's a good call. Uh, yeah. uh, in our sweat set coming up shortly. All right, excellent. Let me uh, go to the phones, see if we can get a winner. It's... Uh, Hey, it's Sandy. 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 On the Presidency Show. Let's get her, uh, Sandy, a proper entry uh, uh, intro, please. Sandy. All right. Hi, Sandy. Good morning. Hi. Good morning, it. Uh, good morning, it. <laughs> Sandy, what's the word of the week? Chaos. Great day of the morning. Chaos. Exactly. And Sandy, normally I read this lengthy bit of copy when I give you the prize, but not today. I'm just giving you $300 in cash, all right? Awesome. Thank you. You bet. Hang on the line, Sandy. We'll get your information. We'll take care of you. That is that. And with that, I need to thank our sponsors, the Preston and Steve Show. Brought to you today by Duncan. The Preston and Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Acme Markets. Uh, Acme Markets Fresh Foods, local flavors. And also by Trinity Rehab locations all over. And now opening King of Prussia, trinity-rehab.com. Next week, we got lots of stuff. We got things. We got all that. Well, the problem is that... 
We would, it would, we would appear to be mm-hmm. bragging yeah. were we to read off all the things. I understand. Yeah. Charlton Heston will be tune, there. Oh, wow. Bob Hope's going to be on. Dead. Dean Martin, I want to tell you, I'm really decomposing. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have those guests and more next week. That is it. We are done. Rage on. Have yourself a wonderful, safe weekend. We'll see you later, gang. Bye-bye. Griffin Energy Services is celebrating 125 years in business. We're offering $250 off an AC or heat pump, plus special financing with approved credit. Contact Griffith Energy Services today for this offer and many more as we celebrate our 125th anniversary. Griffith specializes in train, but surfaces all brands. Visit GriffithEnergyServices.com today. Griffith Energy Services. Don't go dependable. License number MTHVACR012278.